0: To the latest edition of the Tetracast, my name is Zach Reese. I'm your host. It is the January twentieth twenty eighteen edition uh yeah it's it's been relatively quiet again uh I say that, but Nintendo had yet another direct uh that we'll get to later uh and there's been some other oh, there's a dog too hi hello Dogs. it's it's hey. not it's
1: not the train and it's not um was it oh Liz's we've got cat? another member it's a the dog Train. Yeah? i fri I forget who has the cat was it Liz Natalie or kazuma I know Adam does. okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we this have podcast is off back. to a great start.
0: Very vocal cats. All right, so yeah, it's like I said, um, we got plenty to talk about. Uh, thankfully, in the news, along with uh, some stuff we want to talk about at the top. So, uh, before we get into that, of course, I'd like to introduce my guests for this podcast. First up, we've got Josh Torres. Hi, hello. What's up? Hello. Uh, we've got James Glizio. Hello. Hello. We got the return of uh, Adam Vita Lee.
2: I think I did like the Game of the Year podcast, but yeah, I haven't been on here for that like wasn't a while. Even,
0: we didn't even do a podcast that day, so it's like another week before that <laughs> that, you had, that you were on. It's been a, a long time. Day. Yes. Uh, it's good to have you back,
1: as always. Uh, and we've got the return of Adam Reese. Hello. Okay, so we're going to get this out of the way right now. We have two Adams here, and if you could say Adam at any given time, both of them will respond. Yeah. So the easiest way... <laughs> The easiest way we can do this is we're gonna have to do Adam Vitaly as Seda because that's his username in like the staff chat and that's his like hooder handle. and I feel like that's the only reasonable fast way to do this. And uh, we just be Adam Vitaly and Vitaly Adam like Mario Luigi Luigi Mario or, well, no, or Adam one Adam two if, you, if Adam. you guys like?
3: Hey Adam one. Oh, okay. Yeah, then you just forget which is which. I'll say, <laughs>
0: no, I'm
2: one. No, I'm one. I was one. <laughs> Why don't, we call to him, why don't we say
0: Adam and Reese?
3: How about that? We call
2: <laughs> him Reese. I would just,
4: just say
0: full
2: names, yeah. Yeah, just
0: Reese. Hey, Reese.
4: And we'll call yeah, him. Yeah, hi, in. Reese. And then... I mean, that's how he is on Skype anyway. So.
0: Yeah, you want to go by? Do you guys mind that? Cause I'd, uh, I'd rather stick to closer to our actual names just because I don't want, you know, people to forget
2: who yeah, Adam that's fine. is. I don't really. <laughs> it's just amusing. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. Uh, it'll be okay. I mean,
0: honestly, it's it's probably not. We're probably going to forget this immediately.
1: Anyway, okay, so so we're, so we're stripping Adam R of his first name and calling him Reese, and then Adam yeah. Vitale is Adam Great. Yeah, or if you just call me Michael. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah,
3: your middle name, perfect. Sorry.
1: Actually, yeah, okay. If we we're going to call you hey, Michael, Michael for no a while, yeah. Great. <laughs> like, hey, Michael, what? I just call All you right, Mike. I, is that okay? You no, know
0: Michael. So, uh, just... before we get, get in the podcast, I just want to quickly say. As, uh, apparently we're going through one of the worst flu seasons in like a decade, and most of my coworkers have stayed home. Anyone here dealing with this right now? Uh, we dealt
4: with uh, it about like a few yeah for a while for like a few we, days. Yeah.
1: We it's dealt with it like about two weeks. Me. Yeah, like like the whole the, the whole cold flu thing at my workplace like hit about two weeks ago. So like it it, yeah. it it that was that was back then for me. I think it's lightened up now, but it was super bad like at the yeah. beginning of the year. I know you, of course, a year
0: ago, about so you had uh, an ear infection and all that. And oh, wondering yeah. Like uh, how susceptible you are oh. to that stuff. No, I, I'm not.
1: Uh, I, I'm not really susceptible to it uh, via that. Like my whole ear thing last year, like around February through April, uh, was it, it wasn't like an ear infection. It was more of like an abnormal situation where there was like it, it after many uh like, weeks of visiting doctors and saying, oh, I don't know, try this, and them, them making it worse. I finally saw an ear specialist. <laughs> and uh, he's like, oh, yeah, you got, like, uh you know, athlete's foot? It's, like, in your ear. I'm like, oh, I'm uh, I remember sick. that. That's So, disgusting. yeah, it's so bad. You put your foot in your ear? They, they, yeah. No, I didn't. I, we have no idea how the hell it happened, but I had to take athlete's foot medication, like, those drops inside my ear. Oh, oh, man, Rick.
0: if it's at the end, the, the it been, like, super itchy, like, unbearably it, so. it
1: wasn't itchy. It was more like I couldn't hear at all. You just without the blockage, some... and then, like, it spread. It, like It was, like, it was from one ear, and then, like, a week later, it spread to the other ear. So, like, I was, like, deaf for, like, a good... Like two I weeks. It was I crazy.
2: remember we you you bucked up and you did some podcasts anyways, and then immediately after you're like, I probably should not have done a podcast. Yeah, I, I did it um, with. Um, <laughs> what? Th- I
1: did it with Kyle's uh, like uh, Mega Ten Persona f- uh, focused uh, the S Link FM podcast. They did a near Automata special one, and I did so that while. W- 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 yeah, and I was like, I, I really want to be there for that, and yeah, I just I just kind of doubted it. As I was dying. That sounds
0: terrible. <laughs> that sounds really bad. I mean, obviously, uh, like. For me, anyway, it's it's more like, you know, I get sick maybe once a year, and when it does happen, it's kind of bad, and that's usually in February, and so, but now I'm in California, the weather's kind of bizarre, like, it rained for mm-hmm. the first time, like, a week ago, I mean, Josh, of course, you know, James, too, uh, and it was bizarre as hell that it happened, and it lasted for a while, but we still got only, like, what? quarter of an inch or something yeah yeah,
1: it's one of those things like you never socal is unpredictable in weather so you have to be kind of you need to have like an attire that's uh prepared for all situations because it could be like super rainy like the first six hours of the day and then it'll just be sunny for the rest of it and then sometimes you'll get rain as it's sunny and it's just (sighs) mm. it's the worst part because
0: socal by nature is very dirty (laughs) it's very like extremely dirty and so anytime it rains like say goodbye, it's like most of your, your car and most of your clothes are completely like wrecked in dirt and shit. And so I was just curious because they, they, there's been this big talk about how it's like there's been this huge, uh nasty flu season going on right now. And I was wondering if anyone is here is like dropping like flies because boy, I, I feel like I'm going to be next because all my coworkers are coughing, and sneezing. Uh, yeah, it, it's so bad. In.
1: Yeah, it's but it, uh, the unfortunate part is like it's not, it's fairly common around here because the climate is so... It's hard. your your body can't keep up with how much the climate changes no, just on a weekly it's, basis. It's, especially if you got like sinuses, yeah, uh, sinus issues and allergies mm-hmm. and things like that. Like I do, so that's how you'll see like any like local like Walgreens or Vons just and say, "Look, there's a free flu shot here. Get your fucking flu shot." That's Target too. Like you get yeah.
0: a good card. They really want you to get one. So didn't get one this past year though. Uh, so we'll see what happens. But boy, uh, it's it's interesting because. Uh, we're experiencing like in the Midwest. Adam Reese knows yep. uh, too well that it's, it's some of the worst uh, cold weather in a long, long time. So
3: yeah,
0: now it we're keeps jumping
3: between 30 degrees and single digits, and it it just can't seem to decide what it wants to be. <laughs>
0: and um, the windchill, of course, making it below zero at times. Two. Yeah,
3: getting up to the, getting down to like negative 15. I want to say up to, but it's obviously down. <laughs> yeah,
0: that reminds me when I was in college that it, the windchill sometimes got to like 40, 50. 40 to 50 below zero it was uh like you're walking around with like a scarf and you're my i wear glasses so it would like all fog up and frost <laughs> at the same time yeah and sucks. so yeah you just you can't feel your face can't feel your fingers so uh uh hard thoughts to those people because they're dealing with that and the bad flu season so it's it's it can be really rough at least here the seasons are more moderate so take your meds don't skip them no please yeah d- don't skip them at all uh Hopefully everyone out there who is listening to this isn't dealing with the flu. If you are, my condolences, because, boy, that's rough.
1: Okay.
0: So let's get into the podcast proper, though. And so first up, actually, I want to mention um, Adam Rees. Uh, I'll say your full name. That might be better if I just say his full name. That's, that's probably better. R. Adam <laughs> Reese. Uh, so Adam, this is something that uh, you and Josh, and I'm assuming James, can all, th- all three talk about. And there's something that I need to get to as well before it's over. So Capcom, of course, is holding their final... Uh, beta for Mount World before it comes out on the 26th, uh, which I think is worldwide, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, that's going to be out on the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One with, they already announced a PC release later in the fall, hopefully, unless
3: they cancel it. I was going to get the PC PC version, but then the delay, I was like, I'll just go ahead and get it.
0: Yeah, that's that's probably for the best, because you don't want to be like seven, eight months or more behind everybody else, uh, especially with a game like this that's all about its content. Uh, and they apparently they talked about before how they had big plans for like new monsters and things like that. So it's probably better off. And you could always get that later, you know. Yep. Steam sales and all that. It's going to probably be out around the time of a Steam sale anyway. Um, but yeah, it's it's Monster Hunter World. Uh, they like I said, they had their final beta this weekend. Um, and so, how's that going? Because I've been hearing people talking about how more of a challenge it is compared to the other three monsters from the previous betas, and I'm thinking about jumping into that just so I can get the free stuff. But how's yeah, that going?
1: They they have they added a new mission. There's there's still the previous missions of the previous betas, like the easy, intermediate, expert uh, kind of or hard yeah. mode kind of deal. Caution. They, added, they yeah they added like this new caution extreme difficulty whatever against the flagship monster Nerd Gigante. and yeah he's he's super tough, and I think it's uh, he's to me he's a he's a much 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 better uh like demo of like what i want out of monster hunter uh because uh the first night that uh, he was live uh three of my other friends and i jumped into it and it took us maybe five six tries to actually get him down but it was super rewarding every time for us every time we failed it's like oh we're getting we're inching down much closer we see him limping we're, uh, he's going to the next phase because every time you know uh you get a certain amount of damage on him um he'll start- he'll start going off to the next area, so he starts off in this like open swamp area, then he retreats down to like this uh corridor the like rocky area and whatnot all the way down to like the some resting lair and where he gets Ooh. super nasty so d- every time like you 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 fail you see okay like uh what did we do wrong um uh, obviously you learn the the only way you can learn the monster's attacks is like just by simply playing the mission and like observing okay the the I know to look out for this um, the hitbox on this certain attack is super nasty like for example um like on our first like two one or two second try uh we got him down to the third phase um which is like an open desert area and like off in the distance i see one of my friends he 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 swoops up into the air like backwards and then like the we we have called this attack the people's elbow from him where he just like kind of <laughs> lunges his elbows to the ground and has a it has a super wide range a nasty hitbox it'll take down almost all your health if not all your health completely depending on how many buffs you have on you um, and it's and it's just one of those things that like okay as my class how do I avoid that uh, obviously I, I, I'm more comfortable with a hunter's bow. So I, for me, it's relatively easy to dodge because I usually attack, you know, from mid-range. I'm not too, too in there. But for all my other friends, it's like, okay, how do I uh, adjust to this? One of them uses the insect glaive, So he's like, I'm going to be in the fucking air when he dives. I'm not, I'm not going to deal with this shit. <laughs> uh the other one, I think, uses a sword and one of the uh, weapons that blocks. I think it's sword and shield, but he might be doing lance, I think. But um, he's the, their, their approach is like, okay, I'm going to either be at from this distance with my, fr- my friend who uses the lance. He's like, I don't have to deal with this shit, you know, because I'm lance can attack from safe distance distances and react like accordingly. So it's, it's kind of really neat um, learning that gradual process of like, okay, these are the attacks I have to look out for, these are the hip checks that it likes to do. And, you know, you just kind of inch closer and closer to victory. And, you know, our first victory against this monster was super rewarding. We, were, we only had, like, a minute and a half left in the mission because it, it's actually crazy. Like, you're, you're fighting against time constantly in this because Nergigante has a lot of HP. If you're doing it with, uh, with parties 2 to 4, the, the base value for multiplayer is always the same, whether you have 2 to 4 players.
4: No, that's um, actually a different world. Oh, is that is that different? Yeah, it actually scales based off of how many members of the party. Because and it also scales um, if somebody drops out of the party.
1: Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, it, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember they mentioned that in the interview, and I found that really weird. But I'm, I'm glad that's a that's a good change then. Uh, but either way, no matter how many, whether you're alone or with other friends, it it still has a lot of HP, a lot of armor. So you have to kind of look at like the weak spots, like where's the tender area on this guy, or you can opt for I'm gonna like just start clipping off its wings and its tail to not not only get parts. Uh, obviously, in the full game, you, those don't transfer over, but you'll want to in the full game. Um, but that'll just make it easier to like get more critical hits on that thing. So you're and the 15 minute time limit is already a big time crunch for this kind of monster and its unpredictable move set. Uh, it's 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 awesome. It's fun. I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, did you uh, try try it yet, <laughs> Adam? I mean, yeah, Adam, uh, Reese. Reese. Uh, how do you like
3: it? <laughs> uh, well, uh, this is my first attempt at the beta, and this I wanted to get in before the end, so I decided to pre-order it and get right in there. Uh, I actually am playing with the PlayStation Four Pro, which allows me to change the setting of whether I wanted to have. Uh, I think
4: it was. Graphics,
3: frame rate, and um,
4: resolution. Yes, it's um, prioritize prioritize resolution, prioritize graphics, and prioritize frame rate. The graphics mode uh, adds in extra like anti, well not anti-aliasing, um, ambient occlusion, a bit better shadows, and the uh, draw distance is a lot um, improved. Um, prioritize frame rate is basically the same thing as the base PS4 version except. Obviously, since it's running on a PS4 Pro, it has a higher frame rate. And prioritized resolution is the same thing as frame rate, except they're focusing on a higher resolution. I think is something thirty-two hundred by four K. Not, not quite four K, but it's a higher resolution. It'll oh, just below it.
0: Okay. And, yeah. and just for
3: clarification, <laughs> uh,
1: for clarification, so of frame I started rate.
3: off like with resolution, like because I I always care about resolution in my games because like whenever I play like some kind of older games i like the clarity that resolution brings but then i ended up like deciding you know what i should probably just stick with frame rate yeah because right. like when it comes to like a twitch based re- uh, reaction based game like this uh frame rate should be keen and so and, and, I went with
1: that uh, just and, to clarify like uh, the 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 frame rate part it doesn't reach 60 uh, it just it just it's just above 30 right yeah yeah i um, think
4: that's the rule yeah. the beta i'd say averages around 45 frames per second. Yeah, it's definitely not 60.
1: But it's okay. close. But, it,
0: I mean, I totally agree with Adam uh, that it's just like Neo that I'd always put, prioritize. That shadow of the class will have that, too. So it's always about frame rate. Okay. But, Adam, keep going.
3: Yeah. So, uh, yeah. The first uh, quest was pretty easy. I think I, I think beat on my own. Or at least I got close to beat on my own. Then I got with a team and then took down that. Second wasn't so hard. It was just a lot of armor. So I would I'd stick with the great sword that I was using with the first monster, and the second one wasn't so hard. Uh, third was the,
1: um I think.
3: Yeah, yeah, the andrenath. Uh, I that took several t- tries because, like, uh, we'd find a, like even one time we couldn't find him because we I couldn't remember where he was, and <laughs> that's, so I just he goes with... to his
0: nest. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, it's at the like stop spot near like uh, camp ten or whatever camp eight. I forget which. And uh, it took a few tries to get that. And then finally, uh, Nerd Gigante, I, I've tried so many times. And either somebody keeps dropping from the mission or people keep dying too often. And, like, so I, I kept trying different weapons. Like, I start off with my Great Sword as usual. And that I just, he moves around way too much uh, to, like, really make the Great Sword viable. Or at least... I couldn't react fast enough to when he moved to be able to hit where he was going to be at the time. So I switched over to, like, let's see. uh, I tried to switch Axe because that worked well for him with the Anjanath. I just thought, like, you know, have a little bit of range, but also some variety, but that didn't work out. Then, (laughs) so I went on to Steel Assault because I thought, like, I could aim well enough that I, and it's the target's wide enough that I could handle it, but the problem was that I guess I I just wasn't hitting often. Like, I would hit often enough, but the damage wasn't that great. It's a flat damage rate. I think they changed that for the, for this beta. Like, after a while, they just decided, you know, steel assault should have flat damage rates. It shouldn't have.
4: Steel to... assault, do you mean the uh, bow gun or? The uh, heavy bow gun, the one that can oh, act like okay. a machine gun. Uh... Something to tell you about that is that it doesn't have a flat damage rate where you shoot. There's actually weak points on the monster where if you shoot there, it'll do more damage. And there's also a specific range away from the monster that you want to shoot at him from. Uh-huh. And you'll actually notice that there's a secondary reticle within the actual reticle and it'll turn orange if you're within range to do the most damage.
3: Well, I did not know that. Well, uh, I read up on gigante and I found like. Even before I first faced him, I was reading up on whatever I could find and then found out that those spikes, like if you, if they're white, they can be hit for a weak, uh, they're a weak point for him. So like whenever you hit him, that y- yellow numbers would pop up showing the weak to point damage. And then if they turned black, that meant he was like angry and they were like hardened over and you couldn't do any damage to him. So, like, if if you had, like, a steel assault or another type of gun, it would still do, like, relatively normal uh, damage to it compared to other weapons. So that, uh, so I'd, I'd often, like, um, be targeted what I can, but the problem was that, like, I'd be on a platform and I'd be uh, causing damage, but the others would be dying too often, so I'd be, like, kind of just standing there, not dying, but at the same time watching others die, and just that would, like, tickle down until, like, quest failed
1: yeah and, 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 and so I
3: kept dealing with that until finally I decided, you know what I should get up on there and try something a little different, so I went with sword and shield, okay, and it's a little weird, like how the attack animations like for all the weapons pretty much haven't changed much over the years, like it still has that weird kind of wind up with the sword and shield where it seems like almost hesitant to swing downwards. I don't know what that's supposed to be for it, but it just uh so um that seemed to work well enough for me the shield like was very helpful in situations because i gotten so used to the attack animations that i could tell when most of them were going to happen so i'd have the shield up and the damage would be negligible and um i would uh be able to get as much hits as i could impossible it's just the problem was that like the stagger would keep happening and my uh that mantle you get i think it's called the resolute mantle the one that like um uh prevents those stagger moments from happening
1: and gives you extra defense. Oh yeah, the one that like if you're like if you're in like in the water environment, it doesn't like slow you down.
3: Uh well yeah, I think so. It's it's just more like it just it, you don't like stagger when he like roars or like stomps around you okay, or something. Okay, yeah, yeah. So like I I use that, but I always like run out. like I I'd, I'd see the attack coming, but he would stagger me right beforehand, mm-hmm. so then he'd stagger me and I get hit. And it would be like when I don't have a mantle available, so I end up getting hit and dying, or like I would run up to try to put down a health boost and so I can help my party members out, but then in the meantime I got killed or something. Yeah. It just I kept I, I get a little greedy when it comes to how many attacks I should take before running away, and that just seems to work against me. So I'm just working on my patience a little more. But overall, like. I'm getting close to the point where I've kind of given up on the idea of ever defeating Nerd Gigante before the end of the beta, and it's a good thing that it's not a real big deal if I miss out on what it's giving, because like otherwise I'd probably beat myself up for a while.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, the, the, just to be clear, like all the rewards you get from this beta, they're just like consumable items that like yeah. you can like farm for like five minutes in the full game. It's just it's not it's not a big deal. It's just like a like a bonus package, nothing like exclusive for uh, for the beating the stuff in the open beta. I, mean, I think even there's there,
3: things, but I'm not sure if those are exclusive or not.
0: I mean, I I'd probably imagine that would be released. Really slight. I mean, like for example, Neo did the same thing for its three betas, where it was given out like a free uh, hat or mask. Uh, but that was only good for the beginning of the game, and after that, uh, it was like nothing. The only thing you that would be really uh, good to have is one of the uh, pre-order. If you pre order the game, you were you got this exclusive armor set that helped boost your experience that you earned, and that I think was it's a lion. helpful. Uh, it was like it was like a red one uh, that in Neo uh, that you oh, that okay. uh, it was helpful. Uh, it was still helpful even in the uh, post game stuff. Uh, Monster World, I think, if I'm not mistaken, James uh, doesn't Monster Hunter World also have like exclusive uh, pre order stuff as well?
4: Is that a line set? There's some small pre order stuff, but yeah. nothing really major. The bigger thing I'd say for Monster Hunter is that there's PS4 exclusive stuff.
0: Yeah, oh, totally. That's definitely it,
4: because I... Right. Uh, the Mega Man? Is that exclusive? Yeah, I was actually, going No, ask. the Mega Man's not exclusive. It's, yeah, it's actually a, uh, uh, the Mega Man Palco outfit. Oh, it's a bit different in this one, but... Horizon. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely. Horizon content. I forgot I about
3: that. Huh? Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> uh, one of those
4: I'd things. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if there's some more stuff, too, down the line. Like, I could totally see them doing... like god of war dual blades or something like that oh
0: that'd be pretty that'd be pretty awesome i would actually i'd be totally into that uh especially because god of war is gonna be out in a few months apparently so i'm sure they want to do something to tie that in um but yeah that like just just an example it's just you know yeah those are consumables i noticed that obviously it'll help early on but chances are if you just want to play the uh, story and beat that before you get into multiplayer you'll probably find way better stuff anyway so it's not Isn't
3: isn't it the case where you have to beat the single player before you can do multiplayer stuff
0: I think it's like Neo, right? You have to like beat the missions before you can do co-op versions of them. Is that right, James? Because you talked about this. I know. I, I don't know if you can talk about that at all. Uh, okay. I don't think you can.
1: So. No. you can just <laughs> yeah, say that, that Josh. True. You don't have to put
0: it in the chat. Just say, yeah, you can't talk about it. Yeah. So uh, not not totally sure about that. Um, but uh, there's definitely. Um,
3: well, I uh, mean, like I I remember like in the previous games. I think I couldn't remember whether or not they did that, but. Uh, like I, I can't remember if try did that or not, or if like if I'm just like remembering wrong, I'm just assuming that uh, ma- that uh Monster Hunter World has the same thing going on. If it doesn't, then that's fine. But yeah. I'm just going off what I think I happened with the previous games, and if that's that's not the case, then never mind.
0: Well, I'm I'm speaking more broadly. Is that the people that are interested in in getting it for the single player stuff before they get into multiplayer? If that's just yeah,
3: already- I'm sure that would like considering the scaling going on as previously mentioned i'm sure that anybody would want to like if anyone they're playing online with they'd want them to go through the single player and just get familiarized with everything before they just jump in online and start running around like like some weirdos yeah i mean they <laughs> kind of, kind of trail off there i didn't know I mean, what I was gonna finish it.
0: no it's fine i mean personally i, I probably would beat the single player stuff before i get into multiplayer that's just how the way i play video games in general that's what i did with neo uh because i didn't want the multiplayer stuff to get in the way same with like dark souls and whatnot like i wouldn't touch any of the other stuff see if i could beat it on my own before summoning others so yeah uh monster Hunter world uh, once again that's gonna be out in uh, six days it's kind of crazy a friday uh it's a good way to st- kick up the weekend i guess it's next friday yeah um that's, that's gonna is, be that's um, gonna be the,
4: that's gonna be the whole Fighters. friday yeah, yeah, that's correct. gonna Five. be a uh, pretty it's
1: amazing Friday. Oh it's gonna be a whole amazing weekend. Like honestly, it's, it's gonna be yeah, crazy. Like, a lot, a lot of activity on PSN next uh, weekend. Oh yeah, that's so good. Luck trying to get on the servers then, because boy, I'm sure it's gonna be overloaded. Yeah, uh, I, I, yeah, I wonder how that's gonna pan out. Hopefully, hopefully the the open beta is like uh, have helped both of those games. like, okay, we know what to expect. Hopefully, Sony's. Uh, the own servers we're talking about on. sony yeah right? sony servers
0: i mean destiny 2 had that huge problem at its launch with servers so it's kind of hard to say but we'll find out i mean it could totally just be a thing where like it's we don't even know if it'll be super successful or not but they're certainly pushing it to be it that way so let's move on to other games we can talk about so adam reese uh you also been playing dragon quest builders which i've yet to get to and i'm really i've only played the demo but uh how's that been i know it's gonna be out on the switch pretty soon here but how's that been for you
3: well like uh i saw liz talking about it, and she was like live tweeting while playing it and i just uh after a while like there was that pricing error during like black friday or whatever uh that uh allowed me to get like game uh several games well one of them was dragon quest builders and uh so i i played a few a little bit of that and um like i thought like it would give you like some kind of like um like outlay uh, lines to like just it wasn't going to be like pure minecraft but it turns out like they do give you some blueprints
4: but overall they
3: want you to start building things and i'm not great at that so i kind of just did what i do in terraria where i just start making everything as like uh form fitting and uh, like square as possible like everything has to be like within like I can't put, like, this on, like, any – I have to make it, like, five blocks, and it has to be on the third block because it's in the middle, and I can't I can't deal with it if it's, like, off by one block, so I have to build everything larger, and it's just one of those things that kind of mess with my OCD <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, I totally get that. I mean, that's the same feeling I think everybody across the board had with Dragon Quest Builders, thinking it was going to be just a Minecraft game. But like, I was immediately uh, it put the charm on early when you were able to like recruit your first villager when she came up and just wanted you to build a bunch of stuff and you're like, oh, and she's like, yeah, we can build a place we can sleep and and can you build this up? I want to make my own workshop and everything. It's it's definitely got a, a great approach to it uh, that uh, definitely is probably better i like the more story driven aspect to it if it's it's kind of yeah. like when uh terraria came about and Minecraft yeah. decided to put more story stuff in its game like that made it far more uh enjoyable i imagine
3: yeah and make and you're making like uh in area as you like build certain locations and filled it with certain things um npcs would arrive at the world and start build, uh, populating your location i feel like more games should be doing that it would feel very it would, like I keep looking for like uh, speaking of like my role here about MMORPGs. I feel like a great way to like uh, really be unique would if they would inherit that kind of you know base building aspect, but also you can like get NPCs to like uh, almost like coding way of like recruiting yeah. them to start uh, attending uh, certain stores or different aspects of your base and uh, have like a, a social interaction with people walking around and stuff like that. I feel like that would be, like, a great boon to, like, online... Like, Arkage and a few others tried to, like, have, like, this way of, like, building your own locations and stuff like that, and you're building bases and ca- and cities and stuff. But I feel like that it After a while, it's, like, people aren't sticking around in those bases. It just gets, like, a big empty place. And Ooh. I feel that the inclusion of NPCs would be very helpful.
0: Oh, totally. I mean... I kind of wonder if they'll be doing anything more with that in uh, Dragon Quest Builders 2, which is still in the announced for Japan so far. But, like, the fact that... I mean, it's got local co-op and things like that, uh, but they haven't talked about the other features. So I wonder if they're going to be focusing more about the uh, the um, the interaction among, around townspeople and things like that. I mean, to be fair, Dragon Quest has not never been, like, a series known for, like, super dynamic villagers and things like that and, and all that. Yeah, just
3: people walking around. This is, like, one of the few... I think this is, like... I don't even remember if there's any other Dragon Quest game that tries to do day-night cycles in a way of, like, there's, like, Dragon Quest Eight was, like, uh, in this one area and during the day and there were others' time during the night, and this game, I feel that it doesn't really, like, have this kind of schedule, but I think that they're heading towards that direction the more, like, every game, like, just seems to have, like, its own kind of, like, uh, like... I'm sure there's uh, several games like this but the example that comes to mind is like radiata stories for the playstation 2 where everyone has their own set schedule you can find them here at this time you can find them here at that time and uh, I'd, uh i i think that kind of like um schedule idea when it comes to where uh npcs are at a given time i think that more rpgs should be including that and i think that Dragon Quest builders like it kind. Of, it almost gives that kind of idea. Like at nighttime, all the villagers head towards their beds. Like it's kind of annoying how you can't like set a room for your a private room for yourself. Cause like the first night I built a bedroom for myself, I kept trying to get my uh, room to be named, like to have it like entrusted to my own character. But it like the blacksmith ended up taking my bed, and I had to go <laughs> sleep with straw mattresses by myself. That's awful. It's like, it's like, oh, but it's fine. Uh, oh, it's actually, nice, it's it was a nicer yeah. bed, to be honest. So I don't like I don't I'm not angry at them for thinking that, you know, this is a nicer bed. I should be sleeping in here instead of the guy who's doing all the work. And yeah, so, like, uh, I just a jerk. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, well, actually, that's a good question. Like, does anyone know if Drank Quest
1: 11 has like a day night cycle at all?
0: I don't. I don't think, I don't think it, so. No, I don't think. I know it's more
1: open, but that's about it. Right? I know that's... there are nighttime areas, but yeah, I don't know yeah. if there's. I don't know if there's specifically a day-night cycle in it. Yeah,
0: eight, eight and nine both had that kind of thing too, so it's it's not too surprising. Yeah, but, you uh... select
3: like you go into the nighttime, and everyone would either be asleep or in their homes, or places would be blocked out, or like the priest would be in the back room while the uh, nun would be in the front uh, allowing to save and that kind of stuff where people would just be in different locations and they'd have different things to say and some missions couldn't be done in a certain uh, day or night cycle but like there wasn't some kind of natural um, flow from day to night as is like you just had to like either leave town and allow that night cycle to happen or you had to go to sleep and wait till like have a night time come so it was kind of yeah,
0: uh, it's not it's not like a typical open world game my yeah. modern open world game where that happens but like makes me wonder if not 10 skyrim out. or anything i, I would have tennis something like that oh well yeah so Drunkus builders uh have you uh oh yeah you don't have a switch anymore i was going to ask if you tried downloading the demo for the, the switch is anybody here i know who the... has my switch yeah me uh is anyone <laughs> I... here uh, downloaded the uh, switch version of Drunkus builders the demo
4: i nah. haven't downloaded the demo yet i've been kind of thinking of downloading it but i still have my beta version that i haven't even finished so it'd be kind of stupid of me to right. uh-huh. start thinking about getting Save the switch version me, I mean, when i need to finish my version first so you're still, uh, you're still the same experience
1: good I, I already did everything i could the builders I, I i don't plan on like replaying the switch version or anything i'm just waiting for two I, i'm just holding out uh I'm waiting for more news on two. Yeah. (laughs) uh, That two looks super rad, but I I have, I I don't feel the need to go back to one anytime.
0: Yeah. So I totally, I totally get that feeling, but, uh, Boy, it's uh, I'm I should also say I'm glad that at least I don't know if they've done this yet, but the stupid like limited number of downloads for a demo that like the 3DS has. I don't, I don't, think, they, think, they, I don't
4: think they've done that. They've done yes. it one time with Poke Tournament DS. That's right. Oh, I remember that
0: people were shit. pissed about that. Fuck, <laughs> hey, why did they do that shit? It's no, it was Pointless.
4: Yeah, we but get every it. ever it demo stuff. they've had hasn't had it, so I think that was a Pokemon Company thing. I, I don't know.
0: I don't know. I don't know if you can really point it. I, it's, it's so bizarre, considering that, like... I think it's the system is the still in the place. They're yeah. just going to play the demo and not buy the game? Like, it's ridiculous. Come on. Uh, especially Pokemon Tournament. That's, you know, that's the whole point, is you need to buy the full game to get the characters. Anyway, uh, so Adam Vitaly I'm just going to call you Adam, because I don't want to call you full name. Yeah, uh, you can just call him Adam
3: from now on, and I'll just take it to mean him.
0: Uh, so I've been I've seen you replayed Buckyor Chronicles for the empty time, and... Uh, what is it just because you're trying to get ready for four is that what, what?
1: playthrough is this is this like your eighth playthrough Adam I've seen well, it this... all, all
2: times over the years um have played it several times on PlayStation 3 yeah um you know the game is not very long no. uh, I mean relative to other RPGs um, so you know replaying it's not that big of a deal and then it's sometimes fun if you're like going through it a second time to you know have i don't know dLC items or high it's level, not scout you know, rush. Yeah, <laughs> to play it properly. Just kind of breaking it, you know. <laughs> you've, already, you've already you've already played it proper. And now you're just totally breaking all the all the maps and <laughs> all that. But yeah, with Valkyrie Chronicles Four announced and being like the first proper game in a long time that we'll get to play, I was just you know I haven't played the PC version yet of the original, and I had kind of like been meaning to for a while, and i was just like, okay, this is a good excuse to, you know, why not? And you know, I think *Valkyrie Chronicles* the original game is one of the, it's one of the best games like of all time. Agreed. And Agreed. It's in in basically every facet from its characters to its storyline to the, um, the localization to the gameplay. Nothing, I mean, besides like, code name Steam* on 3DS, nothing really <laughs> plays like oh *Valkyrie Chronicles*. Um, I guess so. I was in a conversation with someone the other day, and he kind of pointed that out to me, like, "Oh yeah." code name steam that's right that i, you know, I like remember that, that was a game. i've seen kind it for like
1: of. five bucks in a store once and yeah. i still didn't pick it up i'm like nah. <laughs> i do want to try it but I just never get around to it I, I <laughs> yeah, de- so they
0: patched it. It, at least from the stupid like taking 15 minutes just between turns or whatever like it took yeah. a long time
2: anyway i mean i don't know i don't really have a whole lot more to say about the game other than <laughs> that it's really great and it's being available on ps4 and pc if anyone hasn't played it, they really, really probably should. Um,
0: it's been on sale so many times, especially yeah. the remastered version. Like it's been as low as 5 bucks on, Steam, on PC and like Steam even as if, well.
2: It, I mean, it is a strategy game, so yeah. there are some levels that are... like, The one level that's a little bit of a bottleneck for some people is the one... That it's relatively early where you take on a giant tank. Chapter 6. Oh, yeah. I think Actually, that seven, wasn't hard like at all. Chapter 7. People yeah.
0: talked that up and said how difficult it was. I beat that thing pretty quick because I, all I did was, like, I, I like, basically, like, um I did a beeline straight to the tank's radiators and just blew them up right away. I was like, I didn't want to mess with it.
2: You so. have to use grenades and not lancer shots. Oh, like, that's right. That I confuses think I people. It. Yeah. One one grenade will take them out or, like, four lancer shots. So it's like one is a lot more efficient than the other. Um,
0: I, I want to point something out. Like, how much you want to bet they're going to do the same thing in four, but instead of throwing grenades, you're going to use the grenadier? To blow yeah, it up, maybe. I totally could see that happening.
2: So, I also plan on playing Valkyria Chronicles 3 this year. Yes. Why not? Yes. I am doubtful that I would like it more than one. And I know no, some people you, who you say you, it you is better, yourself. and some people who say it's not. So, you know, one of those things. Like, I just need to experience this for myself. Oh. I am probably pretty confident that it's probably way better than two. I didn't hate Valkyria Chronicles 2, like as an actual game on on, on the limitations of a PSP. But man, like everything about the actual like academy
1: character yeah, storyline is just you got you, you have to like <laughs> you, the only thing you're going to two for, really is the gameplay. That's yeah, it's, it's it. a
2: little, but also like I know Valkyrie Chronicles
1: two had the um, you get to play Minesweeper in Valkyria Chronicles two a lot.
2: It had the uh, the class marks where like you couldn't go you couldn't change to a certain class because it had more classes. Um, until you had like randomly got like the Thought Hero Chronicles 2 is a there's, a there's a little bit more of a loot element to it in terms of uh, getting drops and things um, for your tank and weapons and whatnot. And I remember you had to get class marks in order to like turn different units into whatever class, uh, uh, and it was mostly uh. random. I don't remember the details, but I remember like for some people you get the fencer which in that game is the overpowered one right away. And some people, yeah. like, they never get the fencer. Um, the stuff, I, I'm pretty sure that was removed in 3, so no need to worry about it. No, 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 no. I mean, I
0: haven't played 2, but it's definitely not in 3, yeah. Yeah.
2: So, yeah, and um, I, sh- I guess I'll also play Valkyrie Revolution, which I'm sure Josh is it's heavily banned. Oh, yeah, we're, we're going to have a great
0: conversation about it, about how I, amazing I, it I, is. I do want to point out it was 13 bucks to get on Amazon today, and I almost I, picked it up.
2: Yeah, I own it. I, I picked it up on Amazon when I was around like 20 or something. I was like, you why paid $20 I... too much. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it's obviously as long as you don't come to it expecting a Valkyrie Chronicles game, I think that's what the the if general is. You don't come is. to it
1: expecting a good game. I, uh, sometimes then, uh, you just I have know. to play a credit game. That's right.
0: Yeah, <laughs> to get to know it, you know? Like Brian and me were talking about playing Mass Effect Andromeda still, even if I, after all that stuff.
2: I I want to play that too and like yeah, you too. time. <laughs>
0: Right. I mean, I, I will say at least uh, Valkyrie Chronicles 3, uh, there's two different things that I would say, uh, you know, it's. it's. I don't know about, about your feelings about it because I know you've been expressed it before. Uh, it's that it leans a little more into the anime stuff and uh, the relationship stuff. But I would say it's the relationship stuff, uh, the way that they approach it, if you can ignore some of the other uh, sort of tropey stuff. Uh, it's more genuine uh, than you would expect, because that's how Valkyrie Chronicles is. Uh, it's The relationship's more genuine than you well, would get from, like, a typical
2: anime. I, I actually strongly believe that the relationship depicted between Welkin and Alicia is, like, easily, no question, the best relationship I've seen, at least in a Japanese game. Yeah, um, that's, it, like... I mean... Yeah, it, so good. It, it it just feels so genuine that both these characters feel like real human beings um and it's just it's so well you know put together in terms of like why the characters end up feeling this way for each other and it's just i
1: really like the delivery they have and all their interactions the the voice acting is so so good in both languages between them
2: mm-hmm. that's and
3: great. it's, yeah.
1: I mean, it's that, that, that's the kind right. of thing i got that too i mean it, it's it's
0: I mean, that's the, that's the kind of thing that I, I kind of got from 3 as well, that the interactions, the, the, the voice acting is great. I, I, I think the uh, main character is amazing as well. So I think there's there's definitely uh, some things that you could probably uh, enjoy uh, in, in Valkyria Chronicles 3, and I, I hope you do give it a try and, and let me know what you think, because, uh, boy, I, I thought that it's it was very enjoyable, especially when I got to play it again uh, last year. And so uh, I I look forward to your impressions about it. But I, I, w- I would say that there's some pretty cool characters in it. Uh, and uh, I'm just I'm just I'm just interested in hearing. I mean I'm
2: pretty it. confident at the very least. Even if for whatever reason I don't think this will be the case. There's too much positive buzz for this to be the case. I think even if I like hate everybody in the game, I, I could I'll at least probably still enjoy the actual like Valkyria Chronicles gameplay. Because heck I thought like I just said Valkyria Chronicles two was fine
0: yeah i mean <laughs> you got kurt, kurt imka and reala have like a good dynamic between them and they've got their own like motivation things like that and there are some very touching moments in, the, in that game as well and so yeah it's it's important and i, I will at least say Best character, Valkyrie Chronicles, Marina. I wish she would appear in the special edition Valkyrie Chronicles 4 stuff because it bums me out that she won't make another appearance considering Eddie is, not it's, it's kinda, it, is, it,
2: is oh. it does feel a little bit weird how it's just like the main cast in that DLC and then like Eddie,
1: Eddie. E. however you pronounce her name, and <laughs> yeah. is, is like... Oh okay she's she's, she's like the teddy of akira chronicles okay
0: well i mean Edie uh, is the basically the most famous character in japan and and the west it's marina and so you would think that maybe maybe the localization they'll change that up a little and throw Mm. in but i don't know that's no way they don't care yeah (laughs) it's (laughs) It's impossible uh but that's that's good to hear and and i uh i mean makes me want to finally play valkyrie chronicles 2 before i play 4 so i might be doing the same thing you're doing one um, last thing ahead. i want
2: to mention is like i've always loved the valkyrie chronicles soundtrack the sakamoto's made with oh, music so good. but like this is my first time like playing not with tv speakers but like with a proper headset and it's just like it's like a hundred times better mm-hmm. the remastered
0: version too so you got the best
1: quality
2: yeah but like you know things like the heavy percussion the high brass you know all of that it's just like wow this is really really good anyway that's, that, 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 that. That's, the,
1: that's the one like really awesome thing about uh, Valkyrie <laughs> Revolution playing that, that with the headphones is fucking ace
2: <laughs> Valkyrie Revolution is uh Nasuda right yeah so... that's,
1: that's that's also
0: important to point out that you're playing on PC and not PS3 well, so I, mench- I mentioned
2: earlier yeah the, the one reason why I'm doing this playthrough is first time with the PC version so you know the 4K 60 FPS there have yeah, been times see, where right. I've actually turned it down to 30 FPS I think there's a fix for this I just haven't bothered to look because I thought this was fixed officially but I guess not where the return fire from enemies is double when you're playing at 60. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. So yeah. like it actually is makes the game a little bit harder cuz you can't just you, it's it's more difficult to run through cover fire. <laughs> I think I, there's a fix for that. There fix, is. But I just yeah. kind of, you know, rather than bothering with that, Much like, like DS let me just fix. turn to thirty real quick and do yeah. this part of the level, then turn it back.
0: Anyway. I just like the idea that you got a super beefy computer and you're playing a decade-old game. <laughs> it's crazy. That game came out ten years ago. It's the tenth anniversary of this year. Uh, it's just speaking the of ds fix. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm not good James. I'm so trying to inject himself <laughs> into this. So James, <laughs> I like this. James' I mean, segue is always cut it off. Uh, yes. Uh, so James. You've been playing the only Dark Souls game i ever beat. Dark Souls 2, Skull of the First Sin, though. Uh, Which played... doesn't have DS fix. <laughs> oh, it does yeah.
4: not. Um, hmm. It was just a joke because of um, Josh oh, and yeah. DS fix. Um, yeah, so besides the other game that I can't even talk about this week, this was the only game I played. So, um,
1: how was
4: it? I, um, I'm not finished with it because, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How, yeah how, how far are you in Dark Souls 2? Um... I beat the original Dark Souls and the DLC for that one, though that was a while ago. So I've actually gotten pretty far in it in the short amount of time... In, well, in Dark Souls too, in the short amount of time I had, I have two of the uh, Lord Souls, I think. Oh, uh, yeah. And Scholar of yeah. the
1: First Scene was the, was the version that has, like, it remixed up all the enemy locations, right?
4: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so... It's funny because when I first played Dark Souls, I gave my old PS3 copy to a friend that ended up just getting completely and utterly addicted to the series, and so I ended up beating the game after he had pretty much beat every other game in the series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, on New Game oh, yeah. Plus Seven. Jesus. So oh my God.
1: Yeah, he, that been, consumed uh, him. Though.
4: He's been uh, having a good time watching me, like because uh, share well share play on PS PSN. He's been watching me go through the game because he just wants to see my reactions to shit. And uh, he's been telling me that the game was a lot easier in the original release because they uh, kind of mess like you said, they messed around with the uh, enemy placements. And some of the enemies they put in, put in um, place of the original enemy placement is just evil. <laughs>
1: yeah yeah most definitely so some of those like uh kind of like higher ranked enemies and lower level spots and there's not even just one of them there's like three of them around it's like oh okay
0: great yeah and they're (laughs) hiding in like the more obscure corners things like that it's like the worst traps imaginable in that game Um, i I kind
4: of
1: wish they did that with the other dark
0: souls games though
1: yeah
4: i haven't had too much issues with the game though i'd say um been having a good time. I kind of went in knew it, knowing that uh, Dark Souls 2 is probably the uh, game in this franchise that has the least amount of people that will go up to bat for it. I feel like even Demon Souls has more people that kind of push for, like fight for it nowadays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But As um,
2: someone who hasn't played any of them, that's the impression I get is that Dark Souls 2 is the least favored one. <laughs> yeah.
3: I well, didn't... it's like
4: it's supposed
2: to be
3: like the the most like accessible one too. So <laughs> it's like it has that kind of Reputation of being too easy, and I so this, one, just, this game is for the normies. I
0: mean, yeah. it's, it's I, I, like I said, I was the only one I beat, and I mostly spent the time using Soul Arrow and, and, yeah. and the upgrades yeah, for that. Yeah, yeah. So that was most of the, if, the game for it's me. It's just anything.
3: that. And I mean, that's like so Demon if Souls the just use Soul Arrow all the time. So that's so it's just the same
4: yeah. if it's Sorry. worth anything. And I actually kind of trust his uh, judgment since again, he's played every game on New Game Plus 7. Uh, my friend that is completely freaking addicted with the franchise says that he thinks that scholar of the first sin is the hardest souls game so there you go Uh,
1: i i think i think that for me and my friends we consider just dark souls 2 all around whether it's scholar of the first sin or not uh, to have like the 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 best thought out like pvp balancing out of the souls games i've heard that i never tried it but i heard that about that game before Funny thing
4: is, is, I haven't been invaded once. I'm not sure if it's just because there's not anyone playing it anymore on PS4. Uh, uh, who knows? <laughs> I mean, consider makes... you can
3: like boost the difficulty of any area, and you have those clans you can join that make everything harder or easier depending on how you do want to do it. I think it's like, yeah. uh, it just is a it... like
1: soul level. I think they play. Yeah, like yeah, soul yeah. Soul, soul memory. Soul memory. There we go so like
3: i like how you can use that to like uh redo something so you can get the npc uh quest line you want to get rather than like a dark souls one where if you do one thing you it's all over you could just change the soul level and that npc comes right back and you can just do what you want uh okay
4: <laughs> i mean it's
0: it's a uh, dark souls definitely a series like in bloodborne of course that i should probably get into because i played so much neo last year that uh like a lot of the challenge uh, wasn't it wasn't that bad. Like for me, the challenge wasn't wasn't that challenging. Uh, just because um, I was able to figure out the timing of the of the boss attacks and figure out the tails and things like that. It's like that, and like Lords of the Fallen. I I reviewed that game for RPG site, and so like I'm sort of getting into those games, and I figure I can probably do well at them. Uh, but I'd still remember those some of those boss fights in Neo. Uh, there was a couple of them that I was just like hitting my head against the wall over and over and over again for maybe like an hour just to beat uh, an enemy or uh, i mean squishy a boss you know uh i imagine that dark souls doesn't have as many like checkpoints as neo does because neo it's like all over the place so it's probably more frustrating in many respects compared to that
1: yeah bloodborne is still probably my favorite out of them i need to play bloodborne the the pacing of that game is like so so good you just feel like a badass anything you do
4: Half the reason yeah. I'm going through Dark Souls 2 now is I was like, I'm not sure if I'd want to go backwards to Dark Souls 2 after I do Bloodborne, because I've had Bloodborne since launch, and I still haven't beaten it. Yeah, me it, too. Yeah. Same here. It, it,
1: It's hard for me to go back to any of the Souls games ever after Bloodborne, because yeah. it's such an aggressive uh, pace to it that like trying to go back to a slower kind of game is it's tough. <laughs> I will mention. Uh, speaking of which, uh, if anyone listening to this
0: right now, it's that I believe Dark Souls Three, the uh, the special edition that came out with all the DLC, that's twenty bucks on Amazon. And so, if people want to pick that up, that uh, seems I perfect. I
4: just uh, put an order in right now.
0: Yeah, uh, it's it's uh, obviously the cheapest it's ever been. Uh, like I said, it has all the DLC, and both were like well received, uh, the two of them. So, might as well. I mean, it's not. I mean, I, I, I from what I heard, it like they weren't great, uh, but they were like serviceable, especially the second one. So. Zach, uh, you lied to me did, did it go up
4: it's uh, $39 now
0: okay it was it was 20 bucks this morning so I guess it's it's it, and it was 20 bucks the other day so I think it's just that the fact that it sold out and so the price went up or at least the demand went up so the price followed as marketing does so I imagine that it'll go back to 20 may, maybe soon. So just keep an eye on that. Uh, I think it was assembly. like
4: twenty four something like that on a uh, PSN sale like a week or so ago. I
0: think it's twenty bucks at Target if I'm not mistaken.
3: Uh, I think I heard that this morning, but uh, yeah, I decided to get Pillars of Eternity from Xbox One because it finally went down to twenty dollars after like middle of December. I was like deciding whether or not to, and then I read up more about Pillars of Eternity. Then I got like um, that. Um, t- uh, Tides of Numenera, okay. Torment, Tides of Numenera. And uh, the problem I had was that I was looking up guides for uh, Pillars of Eternity, and <laughs> but then when I went to like, Torment, I was like, oh, yeah, wait, I didn't get Pillars of Eternity, I got <laughs> Torment.
0: Yeah, I and know So this. I ended
3: up like, you know what, I should probably end up getting Pillars, because it looks so interesting from just the guides I looked up. Yeah, and hilarious. so, like,
4: yeah. I, well, so I, I was guess just, uh, I... Dark Souls 3 is on sale at Target. I'm pretty sure I could probably, uh, price match that with best buy probably. yeah i could probably do that okay Guess that's what i'm doing after a podcast
0: that's cool adam uh did you want to finish that thought
2: just that anybody adam uh, not, not me right the other adam,
3: adam no more thoughts there's no
1: thoughts here anymore sorry, sorry about
3: that much. it was just uh the, the pillars of eternity i just I like the idea that one of the things was that you, got, like, you get this own base in the middle of the game, and that just reminded me, of, like, Baldur's Gate 2, where if you were a paladin, then you, you got your own, like, location, and if you're a thief, you have a den and stuff like that, and I just thought I should probably try out Pillars of Eternity, because, like, I I think that that game is, like, you can't use a gamepad on the PC version, and it seems to be in the common occurrence with Obsidian, where they just they don't want you to use a gamepad on the PC, because that happened with, like... Uh, What's that game, Tyranny?
0: Yeah, yeah, I do remember that, because Brian's basically reviewed all those uh, other more recent Obsidian games for us, and he's talked about those problems that it's it's had, but, you know, I imagine mapping that to a gamepad is hell on earth, so I imagine that's, like, that's part of the reason, and you could just use a controller instead, but yeah, the fact it came to console, you know, second one, who knows, because that's still just a PC release, uh, will be anyway, uh, but, yeah, that, I saw that you picked up the, uh, the complete edition that they put out, that was 20 bucks as well on Amazon. Yes,
3: I have an Xbox One X, I thought, like, I should start getting more games for this thing, because obviously, like, (laughs) <laughs> well, you're not happy for me.
0: No, I mean I've got an Xbox One X as wow, well, and I only played Forza Horizon 3 on it so far. That's didn't it even know you bought <laughs> No, yeah. I Remember, like I bought it. It was like a price mistake, and oh, I. Oh, okay. That. Yeah. I thought you I, got an Xbox One S. I got oh, an Xbox sorry. One X. Sorry, sorry, Xbox One S. Yes, uh, I picked it up because also Lost Odyssey was free in 2016, late 2016. Microsoft was giving that out for free, so I was like, all right, I need to get this because I want to play this game finally, because uh, I only played a few hours of it before uh, that and Blue Dragon blue dragon was like the first hd game i ever played so those two games are backwards compatible on the xbox one so that was part of the reason yeah, uh, one
3: of the weird things is that dragon Age 2 isn't on like a uh, game pass or ea access or anything so like it's on like the origin thing for pc but it's not on the xbox one so and it's not even backwards compatible but dragon quest one and inquisition are so i'm wondering what's with that
0: I don't know. Maybe it's a licensing issue. It's hard to say. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make sense. Like, I, can't,
3: I don't want to play a game like Dragon Quest 2 on the PC. I like, the game you mean, Pass Dragon is- Age.
2: Yeah. I think Dragon Quest. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to play that Star- on a PC. And I, I know you man. mad. <laughs> Sorry, the presents. Presents Dragon Steam's Quest just got in my head.
1: <laughs> anyway.
2: Yeah, so uh, obviously.
0: They're still trying to work out those PC issues, but I wonder if what they're, if if they're doing anything for that with Pillars of Eternity too. Uh, so, Josh, now we get to you. Uh, I know you've we already talked about, of course, you've been playing the, play the yeah. Monster Hunter World beta uh, that's been going on, but you've also been finishing up the of Final Fantasy NT open beta.
1: Yeah, it's only going to be up till like at the time of this recording. It'll be going down tomorrow at the. Uh finally the uh, till the full release so yeah, uh, what, what characters came, uh, was in this one because
0: we mentioned last week in the last podcast that the yeah they held a few sessions uh time sessions but they were rotating the characters around what yeah i
1: mean they were they, they were they were up for like 99 percent of the time it was just a brief one hour maintenance to switch up the rosters throughout the week every like three days or something yeah yeah um it, so they've been cycling like uh, the whole playable uh like roster was like they're all available to play, it's just the uh, different waves of characters. Yeah. So like in this new one, like you still have like the only new character in this final phase of the beta is Noctis. Everyone else in it, uh whether it's like Garland or Cloud or Sephiroth or Ultimate, they've ended like in previous beta periods. Only Noctis is finally full, uh playable for the first time in this phase of it. Uh-huh. Um so he's been he's been super fun to play. He's uh his whole gimmick is uh he has to, he's, his EX skill is like uh warping around. So you can actually like uh warp in on uh, through like enemy projectiles and uh closing on them very fast it's a uh, he's pretty cool he's uh, feels very very fun to play um but I've been trying out like more of the characters throughout the beta uh, open beta like trying to get a feel of, like how everyone plays yeah uh, and it's in, I've been kind of surprised uh, really of how much I've enjoyed like my, my opinion of this beta uh, compared to like last weekend to, to now like I, I feel very good about this game I've had like the the pacing of matches there's still you know i think the this game's downfall um is is still it's netcode uh because uh, as i mentioned in the last uh podcast like there's so many points of failure uh in the netcode whether it's just routing issues or someone is on wi-fi that like it just tears up the whole match huh. but it, it, it but it tears in terms of uh like actual gameplay and like the team dynamic it feels really really good once you like start getting to the flow of things but like the The way you enjoy it the most is if you can communicate with your teammates. If you're playing with like, you know, a bunch of like uh, people you don't know and you don't have that chemistry between them, uh, it's, it, it, it's a it's a toss up of whether you'll have a good time or you'll you'll have one person just con- constantly dying. <laughs> um, yeah. But in terms of like characters I've played, I'm I'm very surprised that like for example, I like Ace a lot. Uh, he's from Final Fantasy Type Zero, and he had like on paper he looks super complicated because his whole gimmick. Is he has this card mechanic that like he has, he draws cards in battle and he activates uh, buffs or attacks depending on the color the colors of the cards he draws and how many of them he he draws. So like it, there's this whole I I broken down all the characters on RPG side we do have a character breakdown yeah for the uh kind of giving you like a mini guide of like okay these these are what uh, how each character operates because everyone is kind of unique in, in terms of mechanics like for example uh, Sephiroth and Ject have this uh cancel mechanic. Zephirotha has a dash cancel mechanic. Uh, Jack has more like a of a, like an attack cancel almost. Um but Asa besides this card mechanic, he feels like very good as like a, as Marksman kind of play. He has good self defense tools. He has a really nasty card poke that he, like he flings the cards like continuously so it's hard to get in on him if you have have a good hit. Um He's been fun. Cloud of Darkness has been one of the more interesting ones to kind of rediscover because they switched her up from how it was in previous Dissidia's. In uh, the PSP, Dissidia's Cloud of Darkness was more of a ranged character, much like Ultimicia. So yeah. her and have her and played very similarly in the previous iterations. This one, they switched her up. She's now like a vanguard. So she takes like front and center. She's a close-range character. She attacks with her like, little tentacle uh, buddies. And uh, her whole her whole gimmick is kind of like Terra's. <laughs> Good description, by the way. I just it, it, it is. I mean, that's that's what <laughs> well, they are. Sorry, the yeah. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, so ter- her gimmick is kind of like a more close range Terra, where uh, over time she'll like uh, accumulate a charge if you don't attack, and then uh, once you're charged up, you can uh, hold down your the attack button. Uh, to get a charged version of the attack out for more damage or more knockback or whatever, but she feels very powerful to play because, uh, like, she whenever she attacks, she has wide swings. So if anyone tries to get you from the side or, or uh, in some cases, the rear, like it might hit them uh, in it. So th- she just feels very good once to get in, and she also has like a really <laughs> interesting ex skill where uh, she goes into a state where any attack you do in that state that are charged versions. But if you hold down that button again, it'll just fire like a big ass laser beam. That's an HP attack, so you can like you can like like, catch multiple people in it at the right angle. It's nasty. Yeah,
0: how much HP do
1: you lose though if you use that? Um, It it depends on, um, uh, like in the city, uh, you charge up your attack power with bravery attacks. So you expend all your bravery in that HP attack. So say if I have like. Three thousand bravery, and I fire off that beam. If multiple people are caught in that beam, they all take three thousand damage.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, that's so destructive, especially online. I imagine that's nuts.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like so, if there's like a summoning core, and there's a lot of people on it, you just target the summoning core and then p- put a beam on it. It's like, oh. Mm. Does it, do all the characters have like sort of a uh, widespreading attack like that? Um, no, not everyone. But oh. the, but there's a good chunk of the cast that you have to like recognize that they do have. Uh, some characters do have like attacks. That are uh, have AOE properties. Obviously, like sure. so most marksmen have like you know, AOE spells. But say like Garland has like this earthquake attack, and if like if multiple people are like close together and he does it, if you don't know that like that has like a little range, uh, like a, a little bit block spread around it, you could get caught and just your you and your teammates are either dead or took a lot of damage. So um, who's your favorite character then from the game so far? Is it Garland? Oh, I, th- I think it's Garland. Yeah. Uh, Gar- Garland is one of those guys that is very offensive. Uh, focused his whole gimmick is the more atta- hits that you can land the 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 buffer becomes he has this deranged soul mechanic so he attacks faster the, and gets a lot more damage out of his uh, hits uh, the more he lands successful hits and he also has like really the way his uh, weapon transforms uh, you'd think he's just always uh uh, like a, a has to be very close to like get in attacks, but that's not really the case because his uh, little lance thing can transform, so like, it could it could turn to like a whip sword, like Ivy from Soul Calibur. So he like he has like a devastating like neutral bravery attack in in midair where he like he does like a, a very wide vertical swing and that'll catch people directly above and below you, and and that thing hurts. Wow. So uh, yeah, so and, and Garland really loves when people get uh get like wall splatted. From his combos because he, he could just continue his combo and he gets he builds up bravery super fast like he's he's awesome I love him.
0: Sounds um, like you've been having a lot of fun. It's just it takes a little while before you can get the entertainment out of it. You have to learn yeah. a character really.
1: Yeah, the, 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 that's the thing is um I, I think this open beta is great uh, for like it, like in the character waves it's great for like forcing people to say. Uh, to, to look at other characters besides you know, their one or two favorites. Like, hey, we have this whole cast, you should really t- t- take a look at these other characters, because they all operate differently, but they might be just for you as well. So, so you've turned a corner on this game, it sounds I, like? I I have, but I, I like the gameplay itself, but they're, like the whole thing about it is the longevity of this game like deep down is not for its uh, single player content. I feel like the single player content is going to be slim. You'll have like maybe six to seven hours of mileage out of it. But if you really want to like start unlocking things from the shop for cosmetics and stuff, you're really turning into it for like, you could, you could grind it out on offline mode and that'll, you know, maybe be somewhat faster, but be more soul draining. But you want a good time online against other people or with friends. And if the netcode doesn't hold up, that whole experience breaks.
0: Oh, and man, I can, I kind of wish they wove like a, a really interesting story into the multiplayer, you know, instead of yeah, just yeah. like splending it like that, because that would have been kind of cool. Uh, not not like Overwatch, but maybe I don't know, like Titanfall a little bit, like when they try to weave it in. Like, oh it makes yeah, yeah, they tried to textualize you know?
1: it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I mean, I, I think, I think it just took a little while for me to really appreciate like the gameplay change to three v three, but I really enjoyed it a lot. But I, I once again, it's so since the, since they stripped out all the RPG mechanics from you know, the, the previous games for a more competitive setting. I, I hope it has legs uh, going down the road. <laughs> I really hope it does, because I, I really enjoy the gameplay. But I don't know if people are going to gravitate around it as much as I, I would like them to. Well,
0: in a little bit, we're going to talk about the game that's probably going to fully distract you away from <laughs> yeah. uh, anything that we've got in this video. But uh, before we do, I'll, I'll just mention for me, it's been, uh, uh, been playing a game uh i don't think there's anything that says i can't just mention that i have it but it's well, it's lost fear so I'll, I'll be i'm, I'm covering lost fear i can't talk about it uh but just know that yes i'll have a review up on the site uh soon before it's released uh people can read that uh but yeah besides that uh it's been again a lot of anime it's like i'm playing catch up really uh with mm-hmm. a lot of stuff so um i watched all of um okay so i'm I made a terrible mistake, actually, at Poly, I calculated so I mean, it's anime watching, so uh, yes, yeah, no, inherently. It totally is. I mean, so I watched uh, Gamers, which I thought was going to be about video games. Could not be anything it's about a misunderstanding. <laughs> totally yes. about, It's like a train wreck, a misunderstanding like a, epic proportions. Um, I,
1: I will say the the build up to the contextualizing oh the the, the, ver, the very the very first opening scene of that show and the the, the build up back to that sh- to that scene is fucking brilliant. it really totally
0: like... subverts your expectations and totally shuts away like the typical <laughs> like okay he's totally gonna join the club no okay. Uh, so and then from there it becomes like everyone's second guessing each other. There's a lot of slides. There's a lot of perceived uh, misunderstandings. Like mm-hmm. like some person said it was like a train dangling from like a, a bridge or something like that. And, like I yes. don't know what's gonna happen. Uh, it's it's been awful and in, in the best possible way, and just to see all this happen like you're like no you no no just sit down and no no
1: no we, we there, there's no look at the, the the show breaks that they decide for 10 seconds to like hey we should go sit down and talk about what we think is happening they no, do no, no, that you
0: know. and they still can't talk they, still, they, still, they still it's it's the worst it's the it's the absolute worst and I forget uh who the character is is, is it Tessica uh, uh the guy that uh uh, is the guy who was like a nerd that became uh, a good-looking person? I forget. I forget his the character's name, but um, he makes the show because he has the best facial expressions. That he oh, can is it uh, Tasuku? Yeah, Tasuku. That's that's that's. I thought I got the name right. Yeah. So he. Um, so yeah, basically, like, in, he does the typical anime thing of in middle school he was a big nerd, and then in high school he wants to transform his image, so he like basically shed the glasses and and cut his hair and and got like nice clothes and everything. So isn't it like that like
3: uh, the that chunibyo?
0: anime <laughs> uh oh yeah he's trying to like get away from it it's like that's it, at least in this case it's not like some eighth grade curse thing it's just straight up he didn't want to look like a nerd so he wanted to be the, the good-looking guy hanging around the cool people but um he has uh, he still you know has that sense of being a, a gamer and like he has this really shy boy that kind of sticks to himself and he befriends him and then uh from then on it just becomes this huge whirlwind of um characters that get into relationships with each other and it it becomes like this huge nightmare in a sense uh like i i I forget what the name i think it's nagino asukara uh, that was an old anime that uh from a few years ago that was like the love
1: octagon oh the nagino asukara yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah. so it's it was like that um in this case uh it was like a web of relationships but in this case it's that it's people Thinking there's a relationship there when there really isn't. It's just friends. <laughs> like it's it's it, they 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 basically in their heads they go uh, a step beyond than what actually is happening. Uh, mm-hmm. So by by the end of that show it was just like uh, everything gets settled. But at the same time I was laughing so hard about how like like I said Tusku uh had these great impressions like expressions and people are, like saying like oh I totally he probably just wants to give me uh he probably thinks that I'm 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 like
1: boyfriend and girlfriend
0: no that can't be it like no that's exactly
1: what they think I, I will say that that show has the best fucking dig at falcon fans there is this once like episode devoted to like the falcon fandom yes. and it's fucking amazing how it folds out because yes that is exactly how the falcon fandom <laughs> folds out. oh my god it's it's, it's it's
0: so good it's a good show if you're like you came for the video games but you stayed wait, for the wait, hilarious wait, uh,
4: misunderstandings wait. I only watched a few episodes. There's an episode on the Falcon. What? Okay, I need yeah. to watch this. Yeah, it's, it's, I think it's
1: like episode four or five or something. Yeah, There's this whole know. segment. Of, of like the, you'll see. You, you'll definitely know because it's clear as day when they're you're at the Falcon Park. I, I picked
0: it up. I picked it up even if I haven't played much of it. And so
1: it's it's pretty hilarious. Uh, but yeah. yeah, you'll love it, James, that, that part of it. Oh, will. man. So, it's I, so good.
0: I saw that. Saw Love, Life, Sunshine, which is a show that I want to watch because I like the first one. I like the underdog story, so I got into that. Uh, but I, the thing I was gonna say, the mistake. I think it was like Monday or Tuesday. I decided to watch A Silent Voice and Your Name back to back because no. I, I was worried because Don't it's a new that. season. It's a new season, so there's. Uh, uh, a lot of like the references are popping up. Like, even Pop Team Epic had like a Your Name reference, and I didn't know there was, it was one until someone mentioned. It. I'm like, oh shit, I gotta watch these movies before I totally get them spoiled. because uh, I haven't known, I don't know any, I didn't know anything about it. I stayed away from spoilers, mm-hmm. I didn't happen. So, I watched it back to back. I watched The Silent Voice first, which people don't know, it's about, um, Deaf girl, uh, that enroll, gets transferred into a school. Uh, I think it's a middle school, right, or elementary school. I forget. I think um, they met in elementary school. Yeah, they, but yeah, then, elementary. yeah, They're young. But so basically, she gets bullied a lot by this boy, especially from this boy. She gets bullied from other people too, but like mostly just this boy. Um, and eventually he gets shunned for his behavior because he, uh, he, gets called out by the teachers and everyone, uh, for doing that. And then everyone, all the students, his supposed friends, turn against him on it, and it becomes this really, um. Amazing emotional story about the growth of these characters, and they destroyed me. It 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 was extremely hard to watch because it hit really close to home, uh, and so I by the end of that, uh, yeah, I was I was a wreck uh, based mm-hmm. on how those places go. Because yeah, it goes to a really dark place uh, yes. right off the bat. Uh, not I wouldn't say right off the bat, but shortly into it, and then it carries it for a while. So it's it it was painful, um, but also. Engaging, you know, it was it was, it, 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 was, it, was it, it was
1: it was it was powerful in a good way. Like yeah. it was, it's not it's painful, but like it, it's, it has something to tell. It's very meaningful. Yeah, the, don't skip out on it.
0: Yeah, it's definitely though the kind of movie that I can't really watch it again.
1: It's kind of great yeah. with the
0: Firefly. It's not like that tragic because boy, like that, that's super tragic. But mm-hmm. uh it's the kind of show where it's like if I watch it again, like it's going to be just as painful, and I don't know if I want to re. I go through that experience again because it was already powerful enough in a very good way. Because uh, it obviously showed, you know, people's misconceptions about others and the uh, bullying, uh, like the effects of bullying and and how it does to people themselves. Like, like boy, the things she yeah. goes through and, and and what she feels like and the responsibilities that she thinks that she has for what she did, to, what she thinks she did, to other people is just really uh, sad. Uh, to watch and it's but it's also amazing because like at least um the japanese dub it's it's just straight up uh the the i forget her name but the the, the deaf girl she uh it's just uh, an amazing japanese actress that really pulls it off and the english one uh lexi compton i think her name is um she is uh, a an actress who actually happens to be deaf and she voiced the main character. So it was amazing. They were able to do that, uh, to really fit that character. Cause you surely don't get that in Hollywood where, you know, the character themselves are portrayed by someone who actually is that like, you know, the controversy on someone who's, you know,
1: yeah, transgender
0: yeah. and all that, or of a certain, like obviously, you know, whitewashing all that shit, uh, in Hollywood it's in here, at least they actually had a character that, uh, happens to be deaf that portrayed her as well. So it was, uh, I watched it, um, in the english version actually because
1: i really wanted to get to figure that and it's an amazing dub, by the way so i highly recommend ipo i, I need to i need to go rewatch it in english because I, I watched the japanese version and sayori hayami yes uh, well-known uh japanese voice actress uh voices uh the deaf girl and she does a phenomenal job as well on that i i was i was super impressed it's amazing, uh, it's, amazing. It, it's a it, it hits hard it, it hits very hard absolutely like like, like it because i I've, I've known like three three yeah i've heard, i've i've known three deaf girls like as gr- growing up and you know just i have seen that kind of stuff like you know the bullying that oh, like, goes it's through so it, tough. It, it's devastating it's devastating
0: yeah and especially if you've been on the receiving end of bullying it's it can <laughs> be really it can really be difficult at times to watch it because it's like, yeah, it's like I've been there. It's it's tough, uh, but at the same time, like uh, the way everything pulls through it, the uh, uh, everything goes through it. Like and you know, everyone gets their comeuppance basically. So that's that's part of the yeah. reason why it was uh, so fascinating to watch. Um, uh, and so like Asan Boys, people don't know it's from Kyoto Animation who did like Haruhi Suzumiya and the Ka and Kaon and all these other shows, Amagi Brilliant Park. So they're like a renowned world-renowned animation Didn't studio they do, so uh,
4: made dragon too
1: yeah
0: made yes. dragon
4: they did that uh last year oh, it's a
0: they
1: have a uh, uh, violet evergarden airing this season which yes, has been
0: phenomenal oh i'm i'm this is the second see, this is the second season uh, second episode is up if i'm not mistaken so i need yes. to watch that but yeah uh also amazing but yeah um i would highly recommend that and then yeah i watched your name for the first time um after hearing so many great things about it, the fact that it was breaking box office records and all that, uh, it didn't stick with me as much as The Sound Voice, probably because it's not as much to relate to on a personal level. But it's still a great movie that had some amazing moments uh, that had me rooting for both characters at <laughs> points. It was still yeah. and, and very, very likable characters. You know, it's that's that's the important thing that you know. Beautiful film visually. beautiful yeah, beautiful artwork. Absolutely,
4: like that guy was just how much effort they put into like all the little details it's like god what was the animation budget on that alone
0: it's it's crazy to think because you know before it didn't seem like that guy i forget his name but the director the creator ever really has a budget and <laughs> he just happens to do so much with so little at least that's like the feeling i ever got because it didn't feel like it was actually the type of movies that were like they're not built on a uh well the kind of uh it's like you would not think that they were like really built on license i should mention that a sound voice is basically is, is based on a manga and i need to read that um but uh it's It's something I I really want to. uh, I really enjoyed watching because, yeah, once again, amazing visuals, uh, amazing characters, great voice acting, once again, and just a lot of fun to watch. And and it's definitely the type of movie that, unlike a sound voice, where it can be difficult to do this, uh, bears repeated because it's something that you can pick up a lot of the, oh, the little details that they did. Um, and I, I was kind of fascinated to see that, you know, someone actually recreated the diary app from that movie. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, you can actually pick that up. it has got, like, a ton of downloads. I picked that up Holy myself because I was fascinated. And, yeah, it's got a lot of the same stu- uh, cool stuff, like, besides the diary stuff, like, you can, like, flip the calendar, you know, like they do in the show. They, they go through the dates uh, really fast to try to get back to a, a certain diary entry, because that's how these characters interact, is through diaries. Um, I'm not going to spoil it at all because both those uh, both those movies bear viewing. Uh, so I would yeah. say though, anyone who hasn't watched it yet, go watch I, both.
1: I will say if to maximize your effect on your name, you may want to like either like finish or start East Eight like before or after you finish uh, your name because you, you'll be like, "Huh, <laughs> all yeah. right, exactly. weird."
0: <laughs> exactly. It's 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 definitely um, definitely that type of. Uh, that type of show and i will say also it was kind of funny to see on gamers the fact that they had actually references to actual games because they had like maybe a partnership with uh arc system works because they had persona 5 persona 4 uh ultimate oh inter- yeah they, they, they
1: had so many arcs uh like promo in it even like the posters inside the main character's room that they're all arc system works games
0: yeah and i also need to read the mmo junkie manga apparently because i was told by several people that the characters that i thought didn't get developed anywhere near enough uh are well explored there so anyway let's get into cool. the news uh, now that we got the anime talk out of the way the anime corner uh so this is actually what i was mentioned before about josh something that might distract you uh depending on when it actually comes out <laughs> yeah. uh they announced a new we, we talked about this last week they announced a new gundam breaker uh apparently it's actually something that we might be more interested in covering
1: yeah this was crazy they had this uh new gundam game uh lo- live stream uh, earlier on in the week um so like the last announcement it was very brief, uh that's saying, Hey, the the title of this is actually called New Gundam Breaker, apparently. Uh and that was uh announced for the PS4 uh exclusively. Um it's releasing this year in Japan. And also the the big thing with this one is the morning after like a few hours after it was announced, uh Bandai Namco Europe and America the out it's like yeah we're we're releasing it as well. This is getting a worldwide release. Uh, it's like holy shit, that's
4: amazing. Gundam Breakers must have actually done pretty well then.
1: Yeah, I know. Uh, this is awesome uh, because this will be the the fourth entry into the Gundam Breaker series. But since it has like the the new Gundam Breaker angle to it, um, it's going to be some sort of maybe reboot. Hopefully, I, I'm not sure. Um, they're going to uh, have a, a stream like later on in the month. I think the last week uh, week of January rolled actually. Show off what this like all the new things about it, but uh, all we know right now is that it's being de- developed on Unreal Engine Four, uh, and uh, <laughs> this seems like a, a really minor thing to to people who don't know the series. But uh, when they showed off the showed, uh, showed off the trailer, uh, it shows uh, you can go around and the, just play as like the frame of a gunpla. The gunpla is basically <laughs> you know a model kit of like a Gundam. And, like, to get all the pieces together for it to actually move, there's always, like, a frame of skeleton on it. So they were walking around with no Gundam parts on it. It was just a wire skeleton That's moving around bizarre. And, and <laughs> when they moved over, like, a, a part, it, like, equipped it in real time. So there, the people have been saying that, the, yeah, you can now customize your Gundam, not only in, like, the the briefing room, uh, or, and you can now just do it inside the mission as well and equip it on the fly, which is actually a big, like, huge quality, quality of life improvement, you know, for people who've... Uh, Play the series uh being able to get more interactivity with that so i mean I'm, I'm excited and this has a lot of you know rpg elements to it it's akin to like um i i gave adam uh this comparison he was writing up the news story it's like it's like a mix of diablo and armored core uh and it's but and, and there's a lot of rpg aspects to it i like how you uh, build your robot and a lot of stat customization so i'm excited to see like uh where they go because the customization aspect of gundam breaker 3 is ace i the, like this is what like all color-coded loot uh, driven games like should strive for they, they did it very they did, they did it very intelligently in that i, I might write about it uh, down the road
0: you should i mean i think it's something that actually we could probably give typical coverage for that we yeah. normally wouldn't i mean that's the thing like i'm i'm mostly a Macross fan because i love like the, the combination of like the music mm-hmm. and, and then the mechs and stuff like that but like i got into uh gundam build fighters because uh part of it was the fun that they had with the gunpla and so seeing yeah. that in this game i assume that they've had that kind of stuff in the past, but just not as dynamic, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, uh, like, because in, uh, if you think about like Dynasty Warriors Gundam, like it did have like the hack and slash, <laughs> yes, but it wasn't but it was, but, but it it wasn't was really case. like, it wasn't really like building your own robot. Then, no. like, you're, you're getting parts and like upgrading those, but there's still like, you're still confined by like, oh, you can, you know, play like uh, as like Unicorn Gundam, but you can't like really mix and match. No. This one, you can like, you can go either way, right? You can build a Unicorn Gundam model kit and like play it like that with all of its quirks. But, or you can, just kit bash, which is basically, hey, I want to take the head of the unicorn, like the body of like the original Gundam, the backpack of like the Zeta Gundam, and like the legs of the Gun Tank, and let's fucking go.
0: Oh man, this kind of reminds me also like Chrome Hands a little bit too. him. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. I think this is actually, yeah, this probably be one. The fact that they, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, they, the, I mean, the fact that they also announced coming to the West as well. And this is like sounds like this will be close to a simultaneous release, if not maybe uh, same yeah. year. Uh, obviously, shows that they're trying to put more effort than they did the Vita the Veda game that came out where they barely did anything. It was that like Gundam Versus? Yeah. Actually, I forget which.
1: Yeah, the, the the Vita, you know, the Vita one last year. I think it was that yeah, Gundam, Gundam Gundam Versus was the one last year only for PS4 i know there was like they barely marketed at all and so like oh, was, was there yeah. a
2: game like two years ago that they just kind of silently released yeah uh,
0: they did that i remember that because they showed it off at e3 and then they didn't do anything
1: oh they did it was it was gundam extreme versus yeah a uh, uh, force
0: that was it because that
1: was, that like, was I, I
0: if i'm not mistaken i don't think you or aaron were that excited for it anyway but like no it's, we were like it's like well at least it's something
1: i guess for the west I, well yeah. hey good on you for reminding me that the game exists yeah. i totally fucking blank goes to show how, how substantial it. it
0: was but yeah uh the fact that they announced that we got a press release around the same time that it was announced in japan so that's clear that they're trying to push yes. it here and hopefully it shows uh is a good sign for the rest of the the other games in the series i'm so, so
1: excited for that little stream for for more info i'm super excited
0: yeah, watch it be like two o'clock in the morning or some shit can't uh wait. you can't wait to see up late you've done that before <laughs> uh it's, it's bad we went we'll into some it. of the other crazy news that we've got I, I don't know if it's crazy or kind of expected at the same time
1: <laughs> disappointed so, maybe.
0: disappointed so uh we got a couple stories about uh nipponichi uh, nis in this case we've got one for its western branch nice america and one for its japanese side but the first thing we've got here is that once again east 8 lacrimosa of dana uh the pc version has been delayed uh, they've been clear that they're, I mean, it sounds like from all the rumors that have been spreading is that they're still having a lot of trouble with the Jap- with the PC release, trying to uh, fix all the bugs and, and, and things like that. I mean, the fact that they're releasing in the West and Japan uh, makes me believe that they're dealing with a lot of different...
4: Uh... They've outright confirmed what the problem was. They were going at the port from an angle that no porthouse should ever go at it from. They were saying there was a lot of ps um specific code that they didn't want to change when they ported over, but that PS4 specific code was what was causing the performance issues.
0: So that's great. The, the fact that yeah, we've got a new story up on the site, of course, about what happened, but uh, just bottom line, because I don't think we're, we really need to go too deep into this part, because it's just... The what question is now...
4: Um, is it going to come out before the uh, switch version or after
0: i've seen like 50000 people make that exact same comment so <laughs> i don't know it's it's
1: it's, it's a fair question i fair i think I, the, the, the the big takeaway uh, yeah, the Switch version coming out this summer. PC, yeah, like no, movie I just
3: right. I'm doing that whole thing mm-hmm. about asking if there's going to be a Switch version. Yeah, yes, uh, it's,
1: it's, it's <laughs> <short> <laughs> for It's for We can answer yes. 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 Uh, but uh, <laughs> it's,
0: it's just the fact that yeah, it's 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 been delayed. But also, uh should point out they also said this at the t- at, uh, on the update. But uh, the PS4 and Vita versions, the, uh, the the localization update that they were doing all that work on, still on track for January 30th. So as James said, it's not about. Co- it's not about the localization update. It's about the coding issues they've been facing. Yeah. I, the the well, big
1: takeaway from cool. this is, is, the, is the on the PC version delay is that they they're pretty much saying, "Hey, we can't fucking do this." They're actually hiring like an outside company to like say, "Please port this for us." Yeah. They're going to they're going to another also, company. Also,
4: apparently, them like getting Durante to help them with the port was just PR talk because I guarantee he would have told, or maybe he was the feedback that made them start. Did with. they they ever, talked, they about yeah, they they ever talked about that? I don't think actually. I believe yeah, it was a consultation for like. Six Six hours, but Xseed has Durante basically heading up their entire porting efforts for Cold Steel PC and Cold Steel Two PC. It's just,
0: I don't, uh, know. I don't think you can really say that it was like, it was like a, it was like a, a publicity stunt or something like that because it's like I barely knew that they mentioned Durante at all by name. I know the fact that they, but really, it got delayed, it was the
4: label. Alex. Yeah, I
0: mean they they showed they they showed like people like posting his image of his of that game being on his profile and stuff like that. And I do know that they mentioned him by name, but like,
3: So the company think... kept it low key, but everybody else hyped it up.
1: I,
0: yeah, I don't I don't know if it's it was really that uh,
1: as well. A... I mean, pe- people are hopeful. Like when you hear Durante's involved with something, you're hopeful that you know at least Especially it'll get ironed Alvin out. The port,
3: uh, <laughs> like Lil' Keen's story he'll when they brought him in
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, but but i mean either way this is this is very embarrassing frankly so on I, this uh, part i, I mean <laughs> is I,
4: at one point i weird. was angry and i guess there's still some of that there because they really messed up pretty much everything they could mess up about East eight in the west
3: well i would say okay so <laughs> they got it out, was and it was harsh, working but am
4: i wrong uh, i mean let's, no, let's, no, okay. let's, really.
0: let's, <laughs> let's 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 be let's be clear then because like i think that Let's put the PC version aside for a sec because I think Nice America screwed up PC ports in the past. It's not that sh- shocking. Uh, I think
2: to
1: actually, this extent is kind I mean, of crazy.
0: Uh, let me let me let me finish my point though. It's that so um, I think a lot of this is going to hinge on the localization update because if you think about it, obviously Falcon wants it to, wants to expand to the PC. That's no doubt because they made they, I'm sure they made a ton of money uh, thanks XC on that front. But just if 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 Nice America. Uh, like it does good on the localization update and it's actually something that's somewhat respectable if not more so uh obviously that's you know giving them a lot uh, a lot of the benefit of the doubt there because uh, we have got it it's, it all remains to be seen some heard of the, good the beta i mean some of the some of the pictures uh, uh some of the pictures have been good uh from the from the localization updates it's like it's more in line with what you'd expect from a game like that uh that uh adam Seda uh shared uh but <laughs> you know, I think that if for Falcom 2, it's that once this update goes up and we see what it looks like on PS4 and Vita for East Eight like of Dana, the localization update, I think that uh, it kind of shows how comfortable people are going to be. I mean, it's all—it's all—it's all its all its all in in, in relevance, by the way. Uh, obviously, people are going to be super unhappy about the PC version. I mean, you—I think Josh, you mentioned like the pre i'm
1: assuming a lot of people cancel the pre-orders by now yeah, so it doesn't matter i mean I, there are still people i know that are holding onto that their oh, pc pre-orders at full what the price fuck? Why does that <laughs> I, I don't know i don't know why they Get, I don't know. Don't even bother it, but...
0: it's like why why even hold it and wait? because it's still Look, it's been <laughs> it's every... to be determined
1: In in every PC, in every delay of this thing, uh, Nisa has had to come out and, like, put a URL that literally says East8, like, underscore refund or something and say, hey, if you want a refund, go to this fucking URL. There's really
0: no way to hold your refund because you're not getting a special thing out of it. If anything... I know,
1: you're you're not getting a special... If you were getting it for, like... I mean, if you're getting like forty dollars,
0: then maybe. But I totally foresee hmm. them when they put out the PC release that it's going to be sold at a discounted rate. It should expected. be. It I mean, has to be. That's. Yeah. I mean, it's it's no longer within the same release year, so it doesn't. If it was like
3: an online game, they would like throw in a bunch of like uh, digital currency or something. But yeah. you can't do much with like a full <laughs> retail release. Uh,
0: yeah. That's that's. I fully expect that. But uh, for me personally, uh, and I don't know. I, I obviously I can't speak for the fan base because that's. I mean, they're they don't even know what they want. Uh, but. Uh, <laughs> I I just think that for the most part it feels like um, if for ex- uh, it's 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 very easy to see that Nice America is going to fight for Chelsea called Steel three, uh you know people are probably just going to have to accept that. Um, but it's it's something that I think that if the localization update is good enough, uh, I think that it's it's going to be at least from that point promising. Because it's okay, not but like, we'll, I mean, we'll if we're talking we'll... about delays, like X is just as guilty as Nice America in some points for that. Like, because Cold Steel, still second chapter took fucking forever, so I'm not, I'm not too shocked about it being delayed. Just because, like, I'm not too surprised because I assume, I assume, like delays happen and all that. But delays it, happen, it, it's... and it's, it's hard to really. Uh, I, I, I don't want to attack them more than others have. but like, I'm not trying to be an apologist about it. I just think that uh, this update in just over a week is going to be really what's going to set this make up or part. break.
4: Yeah. Uh... I'm, I'm, is that, is that I'm not it? sure if I should say anything, but I've actually taken a look at the new script as of the 18th, and they've done less work than they said that they were going to do. They said they were going to retranslate. It looks very much like they just did another editing pass and changed a few things. There are a is lot really of it things. About me, though?
0: I mean, is that kind of the problem, that it didn't have that extra pass over it, that people were so up in arms about it? I mean, I don't know what you mean. Well, there's
4: also outright uh, translation inaccuracies, and there was a lot of references to previous games that they completely missed. And there was actually, um, for example, there's these three gods that are mentioned in uh, E7 that are also brought up again in Ease 8, and Exceed had translations for those names, and then NIS America had completely different translations as of this latest, um, latest script update. Um, they fixed it so that one of the gods' names is the same as in e 7, but the other two are still entirely different.
0: I totally... I totally foresee in the future if Nisa America does decide that they're going to rely more on the fan base than ever before, because I mean they've done that before with other games like Xeeds done. They've they've helped, they've worked with the fan base on some stuff, uh, but Start I, having
2: I,
1: open betas. <laughs> I mean, it's, I, no,
0: but I totally, I, okay. I totally foresee them working closer with the fan base so they get it right next time. That's my. I, I
1: I really wonder if okay, if Nisa somehow. Uh, gets Trails of Cold Steel three. Are we gonna have the same conversation again where we have to talk about oh Nisa has to do a localization patch update for Trails of Cold Steel three? I Fuck. don't
0: think so. I mean, I, I hope they learned the lesson. God, <laughs> holy shit! I mean, this yeah, is at least I...
3: the, the, at least they're like they're showing the effort to like uh, make things right because like I've known plenty of companies that have just like left it behind, said you know what, forget you guys, we're moving on to the next game. I mean, like think, it's yeah. still on them for the problems they had, but like. At the very least, you can say that they want to make it right.
0: Yeah, Koei Tecmo had that same shitty problem before with a couple of other games, stuff like that. Like, uh, I, I forget the game that Josh you had the you had the problem with with some of the translation errors, but I know that like Arno Surge, for example, he, he... and Atelier Shally both had translation and localization issues aplenty.
1: Yeah, like like I said, like East 8 is by no means unplayable in English. There is definitely a, a certain lack of charm that the XC you know scripts had for the East games. That you know it's a much more flat, dry. Like, interpretation of it like uh, to east 8's credit it's an excellent game you know uh, th- that's what, what it boils down to when we review games we talk we talk about like the, the whole product yeah so like if you're if you were to like say if you we're to like give grades or like scores for each aspect of the game that would certainly be like the lowest point of it yeah uh but but it, i was all around like the feel of the game and playing it like that's all good that's just like the low point of it unfortunately
0: yeah i mean for me, I'm, I'm totally with you. It's that I, Legend of Heroes, those games uh, are more about the story. East, I mean, I I know East Eight is more about the story than it was ever before. But like, as long as the gameplay is great, it seems like you mm-hmm. in your review too, Josh, that you kind of uh, leaned on that more. It's that the gameplay is fantastic. Localization was, eh, and that's yeah. and that was that was enough for you to like at least enjoy it, if not, and you know, still have some disappointment. But like, uh, know that at least there's something strong there. I guess that was really more uh, like a feather in the cap of Neon Falcon more than anything. But like, I'm I'm still I'm still curious about that. It makes me think that if yeah, they ever remake Ease um, Five, it's like who's going to get that project?
1: Is it going to uh, joint efforts. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I yeah, really, I I really wonder like what the final say will be at the localization oh, update. I, Is it going to be enough? We, we talked about this before, yeah. man. We got to talk about who's going to take yeah. over. It's going to be Axis yeah, again. It's going to be, going to be we, at, at this point. At this point, it feels like we should just have like our own, We should just make a new separate podcast on like these localization updates.
4: I feel I, like I, regardless of the public perception of the final localization patch. There's going, I feel like with when Ease 8 was announced by NIS America, there were people that were upset, but there was also a bit of caution. It was like maybe they won't mess it up. If NIS America announces um, Trails of Cold Steel 3, I guarantee there's going to be none of that. And I'm not sure if they really want to deal with that because. Pretty much not. the entire fandom is going to be. I mean, the, the
1: okay, platform. do they care if they're getting money? That if they if the if, if the sales are up, I, I don't know how uh, this E8 sales are, are compared to past E games or other uh, comparative XE sales, but there's no doubt that the the marketing power of Nisa is very, like way more powerful than I, what XE. I would also
0: out. argue that the people that would actually get those references you were talking about are very small compared to the the largest audience that would be buying E8. You know, I mean, it's uh, there's definitely a dire fans. I mean, I personally I would be upset if if. I mean, if, if some of the stuff that I got from my like previous games uh, would not be included with that, like Final Fantasy XIV update or something like that, didn't include the references from if they worked with a new team. Uh, but you know, for me, it just sounds like uh, you know, there's definitely like the 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 fringe is, which is a terrible way to put it. But there's definitely people out there that are really passionate about Falcom games and want to make sure that it's perfectly accurate. Uh, at the same time, I think that. Uh, I imagine even with that, I think Falcom's probably coming at, it at an angle that East America has a much larger budget uh, in terms of marketing, in terms of exposure, in terms of uh, international reach, because uh, they've got uh, you know branches in America and Europe and a presence in Japan, obviously. So they can work a well lot closer with them compared to like XSEED, which is more marvelous, which is more like, you know, they got some Europe, but XSEED still its own thing and that's just America. So it's it's, it's a lot smaller as a result of that. So I'm I think that's
3: like if they felt that uh, X uh, Xe couldn't handle all this cold steel and ease, and if that factored into the decision. I
0: imagine. I mean, they also got their own projects that they're getting assigned from Marvelous, such as the Senran Kagura games, of course. And you know, just got give, it the
3: great, give it the Gaijin work. See what happens with Gaijin work. <laughs> we <laughs>
0: talked about this. We yeah, Gaijin we Gaijin work. We Idea Factory. I, I mean, uh, there's also like Spike Chunsoft is opening a branch here. So who knows? Maybe they'll like the competition will be real because now it's like being spread around so much. <laughs> Or just Um, do a tomato and see what he does with it. Oh, man. We talked about this before. All right, so let's move on to more news, because I think that we've spent a lot of time on this uh, particular topic, but it's because it's it's so crazy and so it's a it's just a shit show. It, it's, uh, a,
1: it's just a weird
0: like phenomenon. That, like like you don't, this you is don't like ever when's the last this time?
2: time this happened? Like <laughs> yeah. at, least Never were, happened.
0: At, least, at least they're transparent about it. like for the like night last year felt like it was a nightmare for Nice America on many fronts because you had E8, you had up V3 with the localization issues on that. Now it's obviously nowhere near as uh, as uh, uh, controversial as E8 was, but the fact that it happened was a part of it. Then you got you know the other teams having trouble with their own like Persona Five. Uh, so it's it was kind of a crazy year we talked about this on the game of the Year podcast as well just how crazy it was for localization uh mistakes and, and and things like that so you know i think that nice america just wants to get this over with and put it behind them but clearly it's it's not going away cause we they, all like, do yeah i'm sure <laughs> pc release uh apparently is a huge number for them but once again you know even with what james said about the script january 30th i think it's going to be make or break for at least for the hardcore audience for everyone else they probably just got their fill on PS4 and Vita, and
1: they've already moved on. So it's hard. I don't know. It's hard to well, see. Well, I mean, there's, there's going to be a new crowd of people getting it on the Switch as well. I mean, they, they want an action that's, RPG on, their, on the Switch on the true. go. That's true. But uh I assume that they're just going to well.
0: I don't know. Actually, they use the Tegra, so it's a totally its own processor thing. That's probably gonna be more on the PC release. I w-
1: <laughs> when are we gonna get? I I feel mm. like in mm. five months. We're gonna be talking about this again. And then you're like, oh, they provided a, an update on the Switch version. And uh... <laughs> they, uh,
0: I mean, I, I will go back to what Adam said. Uh, that you know, at least they're updated. Because it. yeah, honestly, <laughs> it's least, fucking. Yeah. I hate when they just leave it as is. Because I had I've gotten lost in games because of localization issues. So it's mm-hmm. terrible. Yeah, uh, like that uh, Lux Payne game. <laughs> <laughs> uh so uh, the, just the other piece of news that we've got here I just want to briefly mention because we don't know what this is but at the end of nice America uh, excuse me Nepanichi uh, software uh so uh, Nis nice America's parent company in Japan uh they had their own stream in front of a Windows 8. <laughs>
3: slideshow I don't know what that was I uh, also don't trust Windows 10
0: yeah it's it's yeah they, they went from <laughs> Windows XP to Windows 8 apparently um, but they stood in front of that and they were doing this presentation this little stream uh direct of sorts where they're showing different games like um some of the titles that they've got coming up here uh I forget what they they basically talked about some 8, of the 12, passion Four princess
1: story
2: yeah what
0: was uh, what was that like the special project they also well made? there
2: was one called the liar princess and the blind Pri- yeah. Prince Prince. Which is like you're like a monster who uh, is like you like masquerade as a princess, I guess, and you I don't know.
0: Same. <laughs> so they just talked about how the fact that they've been trying to do more of those passion projects because you know was like that. Uh,
2: uh, what was it? Hotel, uh, not Hotel Nikki. After uh, the yeah. yeah. Anyways, yeah. My... what they kind of announced it was it's like when I first saw this news, I thought it was gonna be something bigger, but it was almost like an off the cuff mention, like. This year is the 15th year of Disgaea, so we are going to make an HD version this summer. Please look forward to it. And that is, like, literally it.
0: That's the (laughs) thing, and we should mention that, you know, in Japan they've done this before when they say HD version. It, 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 and this is i think this actually happened with like a couple of games recently but like it's hard to tell whether that means remaster or remake in yeah. this case it's i i totally see it being a remake just because of the fact that i imagine they're gonna use the disguise 5 engine and just make a remake of the right. disguise one assets because they've already got some of the models because they have the main cast after all in that game so um like laharl and and all them <laughs> and flan, uh and flan and Etna so i totally see them uh, just remaking it with that engine but they haven't expanded on it. Well, they're going to share more news about it soon, but um, yeah, it's going to come this summer. Did they did they say anything about platforms?
2: No, I mean it'll probably be PS Four and Switch at, yeah. at least in eventually. It may be like PS 4 first or something, but uh, um, no platform. The Switch
4: version of uh, the Sky of Five actually ended up outselling the PS Four version. Yeah, so I, I mean it, it'll awesome. it'll definitely be the Switch thirst for, is real. Uh, yeah, if, if it's going to launch on any platform, I'd say both PS Four and Switch. If they're yeah. going, if they're going to release it on Switch, which is a Definite at this point, they're not going to wait to like several months down the line.
0: It's crazy to think like last year, like we talked about these issues with the e8 and 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 new Dungeness V3. Dis Five complete. From all intents and purposes, sounds like it was a really strong port, and it—I mean, clearly, it wasn't trying to localize anything; it was just porting it. But it was a great game. That's that's all heard, and Dis Five is a great game. So I, I, it's, it's crazy.
1: I, I noticed that a lot from uh, Nippon Itchy like, uh, like. But it comes stuff. to like the, yeah. When it comes to yeah, when it comes to first party stuff, like it's all fucking ace, excellent, great. But it's like my third <laughs> uh i i
0: assume we're gonna i, I mean i think in a couple of weeks we're gonna find out Coven but it seems like that's like prime time for them to announce the localization of that game
4: there's a ps4 version just bring it over already yeah they announced
0: that too, kingdom they, switch yeah that that'd be nice uh makai kingdom is they, they already got the makai kingdom mobile game uh that's going to be makai Wars. that's going to be a thing uh actually i would i, would, I, would, I really want to play that game actually because it's it's it looks cool um I, I wouldn't be surprised
1: if they announced localization for that as well uh but yeah it, it's... i'm waiting for the localization update for makai wars personally then i'll check out if it's okay our, that's the thing soul mean, hunter
3: or what was it soul leader
0: Sol- Sol- yeah. oh yeah yeah that's that or is that the anime i forget so no that's soul Sol- Sol- nomad soul nomad that's it soul nomad Soul Nomad, yeah 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 Yeah, with the villainous character
3: uh very yeah evil evil story like it's Speaking not even like trying not to sugarcoat anything just when it goes dark side, it really goes dark side.
0: Speaking of which, they announced the localization of Witcher the Night 2 is gonna be out by the end of March. So that's the thing. Uh, <laughs> fucking fucking <laughs> game. Uh, but yeah, it's it's that's gonna be announced um, once again. Like Disguise, Disguise has always been like a really strong series. I really hope they announce Disguise Six soon. Maybe and and uh, we should keep in context too that. Um, uh, when the Sky Five came out, when you know we mentioned how James mentioned about its uh, switch outselling it, it's because at the time it was a PlayStation 4 exclusive, and not many people in Japan had a PlayStation 4. Yeah, it was indie. one
2: of the very first big. RPG. big... In a relative yeah. sense, Japanese games on PS4. So yeah,
0: and I, I think they got they got kind of uh, got a lot of backlash for that uh, because even Persona 5 came out on PS3 this like last year. <laughs> so it's 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 they still even if they put it to PS4, they still had a PS3 version to fall back on. But then again, you know, Sky 5. Even if it doesn't look like it, it wasn't a game that was possible on the PS3 with the number of sprites on screen and everything. So it made a lot of sense. But at the same time, uh, people were upset about that. But now that they have accepted it, they went to the Switch, which already was like super popular at the time. Like everyone in Japan loved it as well, just like America. So, uh, I think that kind of contributed to that. Um. So moving into some other news we've got here now, this is just a rumor, uh, but apparently, uh, Playground Games, uh, who are well, the developers behind Forza Horizon, are working with other teams to make a new Fable. Uh, now, people who don't remember, Lionhead Studios shut down a few years ago, like, right on the eve, almost, of when Fable Legends was supposed to be released, which was that weird
1: uh, four-player, multiplayer um, game. Was yeah, to to play. Play, yeah, yeah, the the, it the, the four-versus-one thing? Like, one of them was, like, a, a GM or DM? Yeah, it was, like, it was, yeah, it was, it was, so like a was, dungeon,
3: was, dungeon and Dragons kind of thing where, like, uh, the four people are trying to get through, like, a map, and the GM is putting all a bunch of, like, traps and monsters and everything yeah. else in the way, and it's supposed to, like... It kind of reminded me of that one. Uh, what's that one online game where like people had their own castles, you had to invade, and uh, it was like a free game. But oh, I, can...
1: I know what you're talking about. I, I I'm totally blanking on the name, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's 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 it was the kind of game that it was bizarre because
0: it, it was a retail product, and then it became free to play, and then they were showing it off so much, and then suddenly it just got canceled. So yeah. it was uh it was a bit of a shame, even if you know. I don't know if anyone was really that excited about it (laughs) because it every time they showed it off it was like show the better games please
4: it it was a neat idea at least on the
1: offset it's like eh, i I don't know if i'm really into it but it looked like at least something different but it wasn't
4: Thing about that game for me is when i first got my xbox one like in 20 like late 2016 before i installed the update had this like whole like boot up screen and one of the games they showed off was fable legends and I was like, wait, this has already been canceled. And this was an Xbox One S, so they had manufactured it after it was canceled. And I was just like,
0: yeah. I Why? mean, it, the story made it seem like they got it was like canceled the day they. I mean, it it was like very sudden, you know. So it was like everything was already planned and all the, and everything, but they still, at the very last minute, they decided to cancel it.
3: Uh, but this it was, was like called the surely, Mighty Quest for Epic Loot, by the way. Yeah, yeah, I remember go. that
0: game. Uh, but yeah, this was like little after. Uh, Actually, a couple of games after Peter Monlu left. I mean, they made that weird connect game as well before then. And they made uh, the yeah
3: the cube. What was the cube game?
0: <laughs> I don't know. It's oh yeah. I mean, uh, the God game, whatever it was. Yeah. Oh yeah, the cube was, game was, where the winner got to
3: be the God. Curiosity, in what's inside the cube?
0: Uh, if you want to have a very interesting story, read up about what happened to that guy, because I'm not. We don't need to go into it, but man, never got paid. Yeah, never got paid, and everything like the way he was treated shit so oh that sucks look yeah, up that look bad. read up that story that's fascinating uh but yeah, yeah that's all we got is just a rumor to go off of that i mean add a uh, set up adam <laughs> <is delayed. laughs> uh we're gonna figure this out <laughs> one day uh you reported one on of us this. is
3: just gonna sit out next time
0: uh we, we need everybody begin uh oh, okay, okay. So you reported on this, uh, but it sounds like they don't got many details.
2: I think it was Eurogamer was the first person. We basically a couple of weeks ago, a so Lionhead was the studio that made the Fable series. Yeah, and they closed down shortly after Fable Legends was canceled. So, but one of the former, the very what started this was one of the former employees there made like a really casual tweet, and he actually mentioned Fable Four by name. I don't have it in front of me, but it said something like, This is an inter- interesting choice of developer for Fable 4. And that's it. No link or anything. <laughs> um, and it's like, Wait, what does he mean? Obviously, it can't be Lionhead. They're, you know, no longer exist. Yeah. Um, and then I guess people started looking around, like, what developers he might know. So, like, he's, uh, you know, in the UK. So, other UK developers. And then Playground Games has job listings looking for, like, RPG AAA type. Designers, so It's like, why is a company that makes racing games looking for this? And then, you know, that, that's where the rumor originally came from. We didn't report on it at that time because it was, you know, still a little bit loose and, you know, yeah, not really based on much. But yeah. then Eurogamer actually basically said, hey, we have a source that says this is actually the case and that Playground Games is actually making a, a Fable game. Um, and that we've even got some comments from, like, the co-creator, not Molyneux, but the other guy, uh, Simon, uh, I can't remember, um, yeah, but like the guy with the beard, the, the cool guy, he, he's actually, this is like, this is actually happening, but obviously Simon Carter. Yeah. If it's, um, if assuming this is all true, it's still very early in development, obviously if they're still hiring like a senior designer, but I hope it's true. I mean, and they, they, some like, of the speculation yeah, was also to, that uh, like,
4: launch title if it's just in like early production. Yeah. But...
2: Some of the speculation was that, you know, this is just, you know, purely speculation but that like they saw um horizon for sony being a really surprising success for them yeah you know also an rpg being made from a studio that wasn't really used to that genre um in a new ip they had the resources dedicated to that and there was success so like maybe they're like they figure let's do this um and we know if we allow them to give them resources to do it we might you know, at least get a piece of that, I guess. So it's. You know, it's we amazing. have our own Horizon. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's the one thing. I mean, Playground Games consistently deliver very fun and enjoyable and entertaining games because uh, I love the Force of Horizon series, especially 3. I played a ton of that. So it's it's exciting to see them being able to, yeah, like try something different. And I think that's really what it needed. Instead of like a studio that's been sticking to the same genre and the same uh license for years and years like eventually they're going to run out of ideas so it's great to have some from a totally different perspective come in and try something refreshing so if this is definitely true uh which kind of hope it is uh that'd be amazing i think it's great to see that because that's what people needs and you know microsoft needs games because this year i don't know what they're putting out really (laughs) so it's it's crackdown
3: 3 yeah uh, not a new halo mm, which is weird scalebound 2 Going straight <laughs> to
0: the 2. Yeah, they probably <laughs> forgot the first one, because it got cancelled. That would go straight to the 2. Uh i about bound to definitive edition. A lot of ports, yeah. that's that's about all I know. Oh, and Sea of Thieves, of course, that's out in a couple months. Yeah,
3: yeah. Sea of Thieves, they, cool. got, they got a bunch of, uh, like... Games that are coming out there, just like their port or their version of it, or yeah, it if it's
0: like new, an... yeah, that's like a PC game. Oh yeah, like console exclusive and, and shit like that. So it's yeah, they need, they need way, games. Uh, I mean, honestly, if they keep announcing Xbox backwards compatibility stuff, Tales of Berseria would be nice. <laughs> and the Yakuza no, the
3: games, the Dynasty Warriors games, maybe some sp- like the Yakuza I've... games <laughs> that would be really—that'd be nuts. Shinmu Three, <laughs> that's sorry, I I'm th- I'm conf- I'm like conflating xbox backwards compatible with the playstation now and i just it's all got me very upset it's all the same
0: shit Man. yes playstation yes. figure out, figure your shit out okay they're they already doing the um the beta testing for was it 5.5
3: i believe on
0: playstation 4 I think 5.5 uh they're...
3: 5.5 already came out but on
0: no 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 it is uh it's like it's 5.0 is the one out 5.05 is what just put out oh, but okay. 5.5 is like they're doing the signups for that and so i hope that the speculation that they're doing CD support, which would lead to you know finally
4: PS PlayStation One. Hopefully something. they finally add PC on Oh my God!
0: If they're not gonna, if they're gonna make it so that you, ugh, fucking PS2 and PS4 is such a disappointment, especially because they put out like this weekend they have Dark Cloud 2 and Rogue Galaxy on sale. Like it would be great if they just made PS1 backwards compatibility hardware-based, just straight up, just use your own games and shit,
4: and do that way, because I mean, I... PS3 was, like, uh, hardware-based anyway, essentially yeah. just, let, just let us do just it. Just let us do it! Okay, so, uh, that's Why all we got you... are rumors on the site, We've,
0: yeah, we'll fight, I mean, I'd, seriously, I'll just be more upset about my PlayStation 4, I'll keep get, playing with my Switch, because I think that's way more exciting right now.
1: Just, uh, hook up your PS1 again, like oh. I did, and it's great, it's
0: oh. oh, awesome. you got your main well, <laughs> You know what you <laughs> can do? No, I, like I, I didn't get a if you want to get that, that shit. Fuck. <laughs>
3: Hook oh. up your PS2 through your Xbox One. Ooh. Apparently, <laughs> oh, uh, I should, should, I I should not upscaling should... or whatever.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, the Dreamcast.
3: <laughs> uh, like they got Dreamcast to work on through an Xbox One, and it just that's like ridiculous the way that. Like, oh man. Do a I, bunch I should of mention.
0: Passwords.
3: I saw this on Twitter though. Uh, sorry to
0: cut you guys off, but like apparently, okay. if you put your switch through your Xbox One to your TV, and it, it, apparently it does put it better quality so i guess that's like a uh, that's a thing you can normally do and if you want better like
1: output and so okay so so instead of getting a frame my server you're saying i should get an xbox yes one. no no, yes. no
4: no don't yeah, do yes james get don't it, but... everyone
3: Just get respect. your xbox
0: One <laughs> out <laughs> now <laughs> You can make your Switch twice as powerful by plugging it into an Xbox One. That's just how, how that, That's just how science works. That's just how you want to play Zelda in 4K, Xbox One X. You just got to yes. do that. That's just perfect. Okay. Yeah. All right. That that sounds literal. Console
3: exclusive. Yeah, console. You can play <laughs> Zelda on your Xbox. That's what we're saying. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we should come out to E3 and just have Zelda playing and saying "You can now play." Oh my fucking! That'd be so great if they actually
0: did that, where they advertise games being hooked up <laughs> as a as a pass through. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we I are the, that in the commander worst, of video games. Some corner <laughs> of the of the state of of the E3 floor just like dedicated to just other consoles hooked up to the xbox one i'd be there like 24 7 would you like floor.
1: to play
3: final fantasy 6 on your xbox one
0: I'll play fantasy yeah. star
3: 2 on your <laughs> <laughs> xbox one
0: That'd uh, be so fun uh yeah then uh, i I'm, I'm, I'm actually kind of curious to see to experiment on that kind of stuff. i think there must be like a youtube channel out there with filled videos of that uh experimentation going on uh, so let's continue on because now we've got more of a Square Enix block going on here. So yes, the City of Fantasy Opera Omnia, uh, which is the mobile turn-based RPG City uh, yeah. license that was announced uh, to be hitting in uh, iOS and Android in the West because it's already available in Japan has been for a while. Uh, that's going to be released here. Uh,
1: they just said it's like a vague winter release, but its pre registrations open. Yeah, so it's coming out fair some, somewhat soon. It's a uh, it, it's it's kind of the weird thing like that they allocated all the RPG aspects of uh, the NT and put that into there. Might as <laughs> well this one. This one,
0: like a them, right? That's just
1: <laughs> I, I mean from what I played of it, I played it like uh, for me a, a month or two on the Japanese release. <laughs> the, obviously like I I liked what I played of it. Uh it, it was very fun. Um the they really translated uh translated the the bravery to HP attack system and a turn-based thing is uh very intuitive um and it's not you're not ro- uh rolling for characters in it and you're rolling for weapons much like record keeper um yeah. so it's, it's a lot more forgiving in that aspect you're not looking for like oh god i have to get this character this type it's more it's more if you want to uh outfit your your favorite characters with a certain weapon and whatnot and there's no stamina system for like the main nodes it's only you're only using consuming stamina for like resource nodes uh and that one, so you can like that play, quests, you get a lot of basically. mileage out of it. Yeah,
3: yeah, that's that's good. It's, so, it's kind of great. Cool. a little bit. Like, the name yeah, of just it just like... makes it seem like a theater rhythm or however you pronounce it. Yeah, it's, little it's Square
1: Enix. That's what they fucking stupid name. It it, it it does a really great job of like giving you like unconventional characters and uh, giving them more uh, time in the spotlight. Like of course, like your first character is like Warrior of Light, and then like your other two characters is like Hope from FF13 and like Rem from Type Zero, and then like you'll get Saz and like. Um, Saz, the VV. best
3: black character. Uh, Isn't like
0: Irvine from Final Fantasy VIII in there too? Yes, like, uh, Irvine's Irvine. in there. Uh, Lagu-
1: lag- Laguna. I hope he gets um, kicked. A...
0: I need Irvine to get like constantly kicked down a set of stairs. That's just that there, <laughs> just there's, constantly. There's even there's even Whenever characters
3: from Crystal rifle, Chronicles in there. He just takes like three turns and then yeah, or no,
0: I appears behind him and kicks him down some stairs. <laughs> <laughs> that, it's so, not also, cool. he just it, never it, hits it's with a, it's neat. rifle. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, I'm just saying it's neat, like because you get to to, uh, get to revisit a lot of characters that have been kind of been shunned, uh, let's say, in the in the past few years. It's like, oh, they're in here, like uh, I can actually like have a lot of fun with them. All the characters you don't like, Uh, I don't know. I like Setzer. Uh, Okay,
0: (laughs) that's that's good fun. I mean, uh, Kate Sniff ridiculous. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, yeah, that's that's supposed to be out. They said like sometime the next month or so. They didn't specify a date, which is dumb. Uh, but the other piece of news that they also announced around that time is that, and this is something we mentioned last week because it was a, it was an ESRB rating, but Final Fantasy 15 Royal Edition was announced, uh, which is exactly what you expect. It's that they took the game and added in all the uh, DLC, and that's going to be coming out on March 6th uh, with some new box artwork, which is um... from Amino, which looks great. And they also announced uh, Final Fantasy 15 Windows Edition, they both be coming out on March sixth. Uh, so instead of, I think we were speculating it was like in February, but I guess they pushed it to March sixth. Should also mention uh, they also revealed that there's going to be a new um, season pass. It sounds like. I, yeah.
1: I don't know if they. Oh yeah, yeah, there is a new day. season pass. Oh wait, I don't know if there's going to announce a new season pass. They said they announced that all season pass content will be on it, uh, but I don't know if they announced that. Oh, okay, let one. me let's back up a sec. There's been some, okay. some like issue with that. So yeah. Back, Adam,
2: no, back up a sec. Yeah. The, Said there's gonna, gonna be more DLC. Oh, okay. Hold on, James. Hold on. There's, hold on, hold on, there's gonna know. be more DLC. I think they said they're considering a second season pass for like episode. Like a second
3: year thing. Yeah,
2: like for like episode Arden and episode Luna. You know these. You know we don't even know if these exist yet. But they like, they said they're like considering it, but hasn't been announced. Yeah. But then they also announced the the Royal Pack update, which is just the stuff in the new like version it's, it's weird yeah. it's just like another update only it's so, so part of the they, they, and, and, uh, but but it was originally priced at $20 but then they actually sent an email correcting us saying it's actually not $20 the price is not yet determined so so there is going to be a paid, paid update
3: in- was like version 1.0 and you still have to download all the extra the stuff so it's the like DLCs. the people that have like are relying on like game of the year edition so they can deal with their like uh, internet caps they're kind of SOL when it comes to that
4: so stupid
1: yeah that i yeah that's that sucks. So and, that, and it, it's so it's it's also fucked because they they're like that that info is like kind of mm. hidden like it, it wasn't until like someone like saw it like at a bullet point at like the japanese site saying oh this is actually how we're distributing it oh my so God. They're, they're so it's kind of it's it's that's terrible on that end but it's also worth clarifying that the royal edition is not just all this all the season pass con there's actually new content inside it there's a new insomnia city ruins map there's a uh, c- controllable like real vessel boat there's a new like um Armager unleashed like battle mode with it after you can collect all the real arms. Oh.
0: oh I forgot the most important inclusion. We joked about mm-hmm. this before. Mm-hmm. First person I, mode maybe. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was a joke. I'm gonna throw yeah. up by teleporting around the map. That's great. Yeah, yeah. So so you it's
1: basically sick and it's all yeah and also the Windows Edition has like is has the real edition content yeah, along okay. with the season pass things uh, with it isn't as well
4: isn't the so. uh, PC version going to have like mod tools or something yeah too? they announced that before yeah it's it's mod support Uh, which you know
0: they said so they you didn't can make want, your total total content. content yeah but well, look oh. more like a camel that's, that's totally I, I expect that to be one of the mods actually that's kind of the, the, one of the things and I also expect to see like models from other games be uh, implanted into that to replace the characters. I want to see Final Fantasy VII's polygonal models appear in that They
3: could show off new pictures from that uh, FF7 remake, but uh, that's still far away. Yeah, I
0: don't think there's anything to expect from that until maybe, perhaps at E3, because now that they can focus on that, uh, uh, you would imagine. When you're
4: dealing with Square Enix and their big releases, the best thing you can do is just not hope that it comes out, not even think about it and just be surprised when it finally does there we.
0: I mean, I, so my, uh, my idea is that what they're going to do is E3 is going to be dedicated, or at least, you know, there's D23 as well. That's going to be like all Kingdom Hearts stuff and then maybe around Tokyo Game Show time, it'll be Final Fantasy VII remake stuff. But then, you know, I think it, it kind what of feels like Fun Final Fantasy
3: XV F- 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 versus.
0: I mean, Final Fantasy VII remake <laughs> is kind of been feeling a little bit uh like uh way more Western marketing driven. Because uh, obviously it was su- such a huge success here. It was in Japan too, but like all the big reveals so far have been first in America, which I guess is kind of more like Square Enix in general for a lot of stuff. But uh, I'm curious to see. What exactly we're going to do with that, because there's still like a lot of questions about what exactly like the combat system is, what they're actually going to be remaking, and what they're going to make original content, so it's it's, it's kind of crazy. Uh, and I think there's even a lot of forum threads out there about stuff they should and should not include with that, um, but that's been going on for years now, so it's not too shocking. But yeah, that's so yeah, March 6th, both Royal Edition, uh, which is up for pre-order right now, and on Fantasy 15, Windows Edition, uh, March 6th. That's kind of crazy. Uh, do you guys know? Like, is it fifty bucks for the PC version? And as was well the mm, edition, yeah. I think they're both fifty. I,
1: bucks. I don't know if they've announced a price yet for the Windows edition. I can't remember off the top of my head. Yeah, if it was just a straight port. It should not be fifty because you can get like. Final Fantasy no, it's not a straight port. Okay. No, Windows edition has a lot of like. I'm saying if it
0: wasn't because like I think you can get a used copy of that on Redbox for five bucks. <laughs> Final <Fantasy> 15. That's. <laughs> uh. Just to go as a show, you know, like what, 15 months later, just it's five bucks. <laughs> I bet it's really hard as a developer to see that happen to your game because I
3: know that like or, back like, when uh, Amazon, it was like two months later or something. Yeah, like
0: it, it dropped like half price. But like I remember, what was it? The creator of the Metroid Prime series. Uh, he was super bummed out when they put out the Metroid Prime trilogy because it's like this is like years and years of my life's work in this tiny bundle. You know, that's that's a single price. Like it must be difficult <laughs> to see that.
2: Actually, this is an off-topic, but um, a f- or, a, I have a PhD and a common PhD oh, joke. Oh,
3: good for you! Yeah,
2: no, a, a common PhD joke is that like a lot of advisors love to take a PhD student's work and put it in one slide, and they're like when they're like, <laughs> when they're like uh, <laughs> oh, um, you oh, know like presenting oh, some of their man. stuff that's like harassing. like that's this harassing. one slide. Is five years of work. <laughs> that's, that's just that's And annoying. then he like goes through Oof. it in uh, sixty seconds, and then he's done. There yeah, like it's solid, very
0: humbling. Tears it apart. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it just it's all perspective. Uh, but
1: you know, as long as it's well founded, so uh I don't know if we want to talk about this next thing. Is that really? I, yeah, I mean, it is a pretty big thing in the gaming industry. Is uh, it? No lie,
4: it is. Is it? Because I, I, mean, so. I, I, I don't, don't think think really I do really have... Otherwise, I, I mean, mean, it's, it's obviously cool. huge. But I don't think it has I, anything to do with I that. Uh, uh, okay. Start, start that something okay,
0: let's 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 just let's just set it up here. Okay, let's go all it. right. So, this week I mentioned this before. Nintendo had their own direct at the, at the top of this podcast, which feels like it was like three hours ago. Uh, Nintendo Labo, which is uh, they printed out these kits uh, made from. High-grade cardboard, I guess, uh, that allows you to nice. basically—it's—it's it's like toys to life in that kind of sense, uh, like the Skylander stuff. But like in this case, they're using cardboard uh, along with other—I'm sure, like very technologically advanced uh, material—to uh, take what the things that you're creating uh, with these kits that you can buy and being able to use that in in these games, uh, these specific specific games, which reminds me a lot of. Um, uh, which is uh, like the, the uh, just a lot of the like the stuff that they tried to experiment with like in the NES era uh, of trying to like find ways to fuse like interact with like these toys to put it on screen. Obviously, it's going to all come down to how well it interacts with what's going on screen. Uh, and you know, just if uh, the moment there's like any sort of lag or interruption, I'm sure it's going to kind of break the experience. But uh, what they kind of broke it down to is that it's going to be out on April 20th. There's two kits you can buy: the variety kit and the robot kit variety kit retails for 70 bucks, and the robot kit for 80 bucks.
3: And then robot oh kit my is up for pre-order.
0: I mean, the fact that... Okay, so now we can kind of discuss about this. In my mind, obviously, this is for kids. It's not for us. Adults talking about it, it seems kind of odd. I will mention, though, it's it's kind of Crazy to think that it's like you're buying this stuff and it's only going to be compatible with a couple games. It's like it's like the DSI. It's like the DSI. It's like it's or, or like the new you don't like your Mario, Mario calculator.
4: First, I mean, um, first, things first. I do think it's fair to mention that both of those kits come with their own like game card. That's that's so. what
0: I mean. Yeah, it's it's it, but it's only good for those games really. Like you can't use them like with a bunch of other games. So yeah. it's, it's kind also, of a, thing, that, like, a I don't know about you. Me on I, about, oh, like, Josh, back me up that, that oh so hold hard on. Let's let's talk about we're talking. Hold on, right
1: like, now. yeah, like, I don't know who's talking. Yeah, that's right. um, okay, angry. so
4: one at one at a time, like yeah, James,
1: you
0: go what? ahead. You <laughs> <touch that laughs>
4: yeah. Um, so Josh, back me up here. I don't know about you, Zach, but that robot suit, that robot backpack—I guess I should say—as stupid as it is, I want to try it out.
1: I, I want to try it out. I mean, like, uh, hey, um, like when I grew up and how many of my nephews uh, grew up. We interacted with cardboard a lot. We like building stuff Fucking with boards, cardboard. Buddy. That's how we grew up. Yeah. It. yeah, it's it's awesome. And, you know, and, and like, cardboard, uh, like, you know, is still, like, a popular market. Like, the, the price for it so that sort of makes sense because when you th- think about, like, standalone cardboard, um, like, build-your-own-houses, like, they retail for 30 to 40 bucks. Um You know, like, a high-quality grade, like, cardboard uh, and, like, you know, the, the format patterns and, how it, and the constructions and whatnot. And, you know, and, like, what Nintendo is bringing here isn't necessarily... Like super novel because you you see it around if you uh, go around like like the kids section uh, around these cardboard places. There's like some of them have like uh, electronic like interactivity. Some have like little motors in it. So it's it's a lot of it is kind of building upon um, like almost like a tech demo for their Joy Cons uh, because how they how these cardboard uh, toy Cons interact with the Joy Cons like they make use of their AR IR features, kind of their HD Rumble especially. Um, so yeah gyroscope um so a lot of it is focused around you know uh kind of maximizing saying hey this is what our controller can do like in very unconventional ways but it also paves the path of like kind of interesting like it kind of expands like a, a children's imagination like some of these uh kids could like you know grow up to be engineers and like and they found their roots like and like say Legos, for example like a a good chunk of people who like you know interacted with Legos uh grew up liking it so much, building stuff that they became engineers like down the road not to say that all of a, all of them did, but it's just it's more about the uh, using non like non traditional gaming to expand the world of gaming and and uh, interactivity I think that's really fascinating i i want i'm interested to see how well. It like catches on with everyone, and like if it has like legs down the road, like say like this holiday season or next year, yeah. or if uh, third parties will get involved eventually. But I think it it's on its on its uh, face, it's a it's a really fascinating process uh, prospect to to bring forth because it's very it's that era of like weird ass like Nintendo again. Nintendo has like the money and resources again to say hey, let's just fucking go for it. Like I don't, we don't want to try something weird and see you know where this will go. I feel- and it also. I, I, and a uh, last point is, and I think I really like this about like the robot kit is like, if you remember three, four e3s ago, Miyamoto showed off this weird kit, uh, thing called Project Robot, yeah. and that's that same game in that robot kit. So they didn't necessarily can- cancel it; they re- repurposed it for this, and that's that's kind of cool. Yeah, you were gonna mean, say uh, Wii Music. Yeah, I want <laughs> to the...
4: say something else. I'm um, sorry, Zach. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, I feel like this is definitely going to do well because um, it's already. The uh, variety kits already number three, top sell, um, best selling on Amazon's top selling video game list of 2018.
0: I mean, it's also important to point out that like Nintendo's stock shot through the roof. Investors love it. So it makes sense. I mean, it's, but it, it, go, it definitely goes back to the time where it's like, you know, people made fun of the Toys for Life stuff and that sold extremely well. And you had like a bunch of people trying to right. recreate that. Uh, rest in peace, Disney Affinity. Uh, but it's, it's been, uh, it's been interesting, and I, I totally foresee a lot of like other studios going for that. Um, I also fully expect them, Nintendo to bring on third parties on board to make their own creations. So it's not like it's going to be just Nintendo making this stuff. I totally foresee that they're going to have other people making it as well and just paying Nintendo like licensing fees and things like that to be able to create their own uh, uh, cardboard kits uh, and everything. Uh, you know, Cardboard seems like I'm really trivializing it. I'm just trying to say what it is. Um, it, it definitely is cardboard yeah, it, it is
1: literally nintendo branded cardboard yeah it, it, and it's fucking
0: cardboard. yeah 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 I, I just i just hope people don't get uh, yeah. uh i'm not yeah. coming across that it's i'm trying to like it's you know, not put cheap it down cardboard. Down. yeah it's it's definitely uh, that's why i said high grade i didn't know how else to put it but um uh, like i said it's not it's not for adults you know it's it's not for really us i mean obviously you guys want to try it out i assume you're probably it's going to take a, a bit for you to probably be inclined to like invest in it necessarily. Uh, I do know people that invested in the Skylanders and Disney affinity stuff. So I'm not going to sit here and say like they don't exist out there. Uh, it's just that it's the pricing though, man, like it's, it's yeah, tough. The, the prices Cause yeah, you gotta get a, You gotta yeah. buy a switch on top of that. If you yep. want to join this stuff, you know,
1: and, and you also gotta be able to be courageous enough to like place your switch along with your kids and say, okay, be
4: careful. Fuck. I hope this isn't false. Yeah, like, like, sorry, sorry. Um, I feel like I keep interrupting you. I'm so sorry. Um, right. Especially with the robot one, though, it's not just the money investment, but the time investment of actually creating that thing, like putting it together.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the nice thing about this, is like, there's a uh, uh, like hands-on previews uh, on several uh, several sites. Say, there's like a step-by-step like tutorial, and there's it's like there's like a difficulty level. It's like you can skip skip past like you know like the the basic stuff for more experienced builders, but there's like a, a to to them. Uh, When they were uh, getting shown off this, uh, uh, what was it? Nintendo Labo. There's like a a step by step, like intuitive tutorial that says exactly how you construct these things together. It's not like you only have to uh, uh, refer to like a, a paper instruction manual. You turn on your Switch and they actually show you on the Switch as you're building
0: it. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously to point out that no one's really done this before. So clearly it's like they're trying to like feel out if the pricing is right. I will say it's just that it's kind of like another problem that I think Nintendo has had this generation, where everything's priced like way more than the competition, though too. Like with other stuff, I think there was
3: like a, st- a problem starting with like the Wii, where they just refused to let their game prices to go below a certain point, and Wait, that's just
0: it's so stupid. I'm sorry to cut you off, but like they brought no, that up fine. like a couple of years ago about how that they felt like they 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 have this uh this sort of um stigma about them that people think that they have uh that they keep their prices too high i mean obviously it goes into marketing once again with like demand and all that like high demand so of course they're going to price their games as high as but they, they can. They keep
3: a low supply on purpose is the thing yeah.
0: well it, it's obviously that's a lot of that speculation but uh it's 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 the thing where it's like you know like for example if you want a pro controller it's like was it, like 70 80 bucks yeah 70 bucks. 70 bucks and then on uh, you get a dual shock four for like 35 a lot of the time so it's and they rarely put that stuff on sale, so it's it's like it's I'm, I shouldn't be surprised that it's priced the way it is. It just makes me hopeful that like if they bring in third parties, or if they put out cheaper stuff, like Josh, we're talking about like or I forget it's James, but like you buying those types of kits where it's like $30, 40 bucks, I can totally like understand if they priced it around that range. It makes sense because it's cheaper than a video game. Um, and this it's that you bought the kit, you got the game. What if you decide to buy another kit or something like that, or a second one or a third one? Like, if you got multiple kids and stuff like that, like if there's multiplayer, like it's that's
1: multiplayer. Yeah, that's you
0: know, I'm out. like, and I imagine it, like this is obviously American prices. I can only imagine how much it's priced like in Canada and, you know, Australia and Brazil and, and Japan. It's, I bet it's just way more. It's it's obviously a lot of investment. And it's, 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 it's when you look at like the Skylander stuff where the toys were like 10, 20 bucks or Amiibo, of course, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting to see like, it's great to see. I mean, investors are apparently excited about it. I just wonder what the market reaction is going to be on that stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm
0: just At least they're trying. The like,
3: what kind of like uh, homebrew applications? Like, how if 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 the Nintendo Labo stuff ends up like you can only do a few things with it, and then they'll get bored of it, and it'll just be a quick dying fad, or will it be some way for people to create their own like cardboard uh, kits and ways to imp- implement Switch games in there? Because like if you can only do like five different things with it kids are going to do it like a couple of times and then put it in the closet with all the yeah others.
1: yeah i mean when you think about it, when when it comes to like when you're building Legos, it was more about the building over what you actually did with it at the end. You did, what you did with that is like, oh, it looks pretty, and then you set it off to the side. There's another kit done. Uh, yeah. The cardboard boxes are a lot of the same way. Like you're you're in it more for the journey rather than the result. Like it being it being able to have like be interacted with after you're done building it is like quite, kind of more of a bonus rather than the focus of it.
0: Yeah, it's it's kind of interesting. Obviously, yeah, it's it's part of that. Like I wonder how many people buy Amiibo just to play around with them more than that because it's like it's like five ten bucks whatever. Sometimes five bucks, sometimes like ten to twenty. Yeah. It's kind of funny because but, I think PlayStation today announced that they're putting out their own sort of figure line, which is called Tataku uh, If it's funny because they're figurines and they're only ten bucks. They're not Amiibo though, so they don't have like the um, uh, I forget what the the term is, but like the the, NFC. the IR. N-R, there you go. Uh, oh yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. The 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 just to be able to interact with the games. In this case, it's just figures. They look
3: like ARG kind of thing.
0: Yeah. They, no. 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 I'm, I'm just talking oh. about the the the. Uh, oh, the IR inputs, like...
3: inputs and stuff like
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but so they've got, like, I, I I think they have, like, what, like, Kratos from God of War and Prop the Rapper and The Hunter from <laughs> uh, Bloodborne. It actually, they look way better quality than the Amiibo, too. So it's, like, uh, it's clear that they're trying to get, they're kind of inspired by that stuff. But, like, I expect a lot of, like, Sony and N- Microsoft. It's it's crazy that Nintendo yeah, Sony continues. seems to
3: be, like... Sony always does like follow the leader when it comes to like achievements and <laughs> that yeah, that's
0: that's true. I forgot about that part too. I cannot
1: wait for playoff for a Sony cardboard. I mean, honestly, <laughs>
0: like I totally foresee them trying to find their own because it's uh, Nintendo. Even if this. Is yet another gimmick from them. Uh, it's clear that they're kind of leading the pack when it comes to, uh, you know, inspired things that people want to find out about. Next, we'll find out whatever happened to that. Where's like that blood pressure reader that
1: they try to put out the clip? Oh, the V vitality. <laughs> the vitality. Sensor. vitality sensor. Yeah, they were yeah.
3: supposed to be like a way for the like if you were sleeping with it what would happen kind of thing I, I forget what the exact like problem I, I, I was, like, remember the, the de- place, right?
1: uh, I think Ubisoft I, tried to I, do I, that
0: too I think or
1: something. I remember the demo uh, that they showed off of the, the on stage where like there was like spikes on like the top and bottom and you're like this little ball like, to keep it in two. there yeah yeah, yeah, you have to like kind of uh, slow down or speed up your heart uh, beats to like kind of keep. It's <laughs> fucking weird how
0: it did work out because of that stuff. I uh, I'm just so, wondering yeah.
3: if Nintendo Labo can double as a Let's Tap accessory. Oh my gosh, that'd be... I mean, oh, I'm, I,
0: they they did have, like, the keyboard. I want to see, like, the fighting stick. <laughs> just, I'm, there was one joke that someone made that, like, Nintendo has one big problem on their hands. It's like they had a box and, it, like, someone's cat got in it. <laughs> so, like, they're going to, like, inhabit it. Like, you can't play it. <laughs> I like the one way. by
3: Phil Kohler where he just put a cardboard box labeled Mother 3 and put the Joy-Con in there. and said it's not working. Yeah. So,
0: oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I like that. I think it was, like, Chris, actually. Uh, but, yeah, that's... um
3: Chris, Chris Kohler, Phil
0: Kohler. Yeah but i yeah i mean nice. I, i'm curious to see what they do with that uh it makes me wonder if someone's going to be able to like just recreate that stuff on their own without the need to buy the kit like just a home brew kind of stuff and be able to do that for like five bucks <laughs> we'll see uh, like, or, was,
3: like, what the piracy situation is going to be like? If people can just print these out and do what they want, I know there's IR sensors and stuff like that, but I just, I wonder, like, if people are just going to do their own thing and like not even buy a labo.
0: That's that's what I mean. Uh, like, gonna just use the 3D printer or something like that and be able to do that. But we'll see. Uh, once again, that's out on April 20th, uh, and so. Uh, 420 baby. Yes, uh, and and somewhat uh, interesting. But for one person of our podcast, a rather depressing aspect. Uh, didn't switch uh, come
3: out? Wait, didn't a Nintendo product also come out on nine eleven? 11 Mario Maker. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah,
0: that was that was so weird. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> trying to segue into this, Adam. Sorry, uh, sorry, I
3: just um things coming to my mind. You know how it works.
4: I'll just say it, Zach. Exactly. No, no, go ahead. So pretty a much a week after I got well. Mon- no, not a week. Like two weeks after I got this uh, Monster Hunter World PS4 Pro, that as far as I knew was going to be Japan exclusive, like they all decided. Of them. Yeah, they decided to announce. Oh yeah, we're bringing this over to pretty much every other country as well, and they announced this ten days before Monster World comes out. Yeah, what man. the hell?
1: <laughs> and it's coming out on the day of when, uh, when it when it releases. That's crazy. <sighs> they, they they don't do because they announce people who don't
0: know who don't pay attention to like our Twitter when we share this or whatever. Um, nintendo put uh, excuse me sony puts out a lot of limited edition consoles especially like the ps4 slim for example because they've had it for like yakuza they just announced one for um uh Hakuya Chronicles Hakuya Chronicles yeah they've had it for like their, a lot of the tome and and visual usually, novels and things like that a lot gonna of when they
4: come over to the west they announce it at the same time as japan like the final fantasy 15 slim they announced it at the same time
0: yeah they announced yeah. the date. yeah that happened uh and, and you know obviously you sometimes get shocked when they don't announce that they're going to localize like one of the like more popular games they put out doesn't the special edition comes doesn't come over here with the bundle like Final Fantasy 13 I think had one of those uh, a few uh, Metal
4: Solid Five
0: ones. yeah Metal Gear Solid Five had one of those A really nice looking one I think it's like a red one
4: I, if I'm not mistaken yeah red
0: it was really pretty uh, I saw that like on display uh, at, at a show once uh, but yeah it's Monster Hunter Five uh, excuse me Monster Hunter World Limited the Rathalos edition it's going to be out on January 26th, so once again, next Friday, uh, with the game, both in North America and Europe. So, Josh, uh, did our
4: uh, unboxing video go up yet, or are no. we just waiting for the game?
1: Hey, yeah, it, it's still unlisted, so I don't know when that's going to go up, <laughs>
4: whenever I guess, yeah, but uh, um,
1: it looks really nice from the video, though. That I was like, wow,
4: that's really pretty. At least I only pretty. paid 100 bucks markup. <laughs> yeah. It's funny,
0: It's because like, I bought that I, I think I mentioned this before, but I bought that um, near Automata and near Gestalt Replicant vinyl and i bought it from amazon japan i spent what 74 bucks on it and it starts at 80 on the square enix store so it's kind of crazy i mean if you throw in tax and stuff like that you might be about even honestly no you just... no
4: i paid like six just under 600 after shipping because you have to understand with a ps4 pro the shipping is going to be very expensive oh
0: you bought it from the sony store right it's not on amazon
4: no 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 um i bought it from rakuten using uh bai. Um, proxy buying service because oh have the
3: proxy I've had, they, I use that yeah yeah
4: it, it, it's good for bigger purchases because it, it you can save more money that way like if I bought it anywhere else I would have paid at least sixty bucks more so I did for what I paid for it get a decent deal but that kind of goes out the window once it turns out I could have literally just gone down to my local GameStop and gotten it for under five hundred so oh well
0: at least I mean you got it. You know the chance of that happening. You it it was super slim. So
1: yeah, we we couldn't have no way. Yeah, no, it's yeah, no way. I mean,
0: you got it. Now you can be happy you own it. You don't have to like deal with buying it again. I guess. I mean, that money uh, just by having it is is
1: good enough. I mean, like you can buy one for me, James. I would. Yeah, uh, six hundred. My... Uh,
0: buy it from Japan though. That's <laughs> and it's like a rule. You have to buy it from there. Uh, yeah, it's it's kind of crazy to think I've I've had to use like a, a mediator service, whatever they call them. Uh, like I think it was like White Rabbit. I think I used them for like my Zinu Gears Perfect Works books. I want to ask a question though. Uh, now that we're on the topic hmm. though, Amazon Japan has this thing called points. What are these points?
4: Basically, if you buy certain things, it, it's something that actually a lot of uh, Japanese stores have. Yeah. Uh, Basically, usually the the way it's set up is that one point is one yen.
0: I've got twelve hundred yen apparently, is that like a? Is that like, I can use it like apply you it towards purchases? Use
4: purchase? that. To, you can use it to apply towards purchases as a discount.
0: Oh my gosh, that's like a credit card points. Why can't they uh, do it's, that here?
4: It's a very big thing for art books and CDs. Like CD Japan, like I used to buy a bunch of stuff there. Yeah, and yeah, they handed out um point on um, CD Japan points like candy honestly oh my gosh i knew can it was better before. That.
1: Yeah. they're giving you free money oh
0: my gosh i wish they would do that here because that'd be easier than we really not like cash back crap but that you know credit card companies own america so i don't know if they'll ever do that here uh but amazon deserves a rewards program <laughs> outside of its stupid credit card that they do i guess they just know they can exploit us that way yep yeah so uh we'll have that unboxing video up
4: I think we just have to work on some sound issues, uh, but that's um, actually the sound issues were fixed. He re-uploaded
0: it already.
1: <laughs> oh, you fixed the stupid because uh... oh, I, I I
4: don't know if I don't know if
1: Alex uh, touched. It. I haven't seen any of it. Oh, so we have. So... I don't think James knows what we're talking about. No,
4: no, I I listened to it. And it I think you didn't. You say you were going to make it mono or something? No, so... no, 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 oh, no yeah, You're the... talking
0: about totally different thing. This is what happened. Uh, uh, this is some transparency on the podcast. Uh, yeah. So our we. We posted what we thought was royalty-free songs, or at least I'm almost 100% sure they are. Uh, but they got copyrighted because they said that those songs were like actual licensed music, and they the silenced those parts of the video, which is like all the video. <laughs> so it's not it's not possible. Yeah, but the same
3: people, like people that like created the songs, have been copyrighted by the same organization. So there's some kind of conspiracy going on there. I think.
4: Yeah, so basically, the, the, we were trying to get that sorted out before we. Um, dude, yeah, YouTube the has their own like music that you can
0: download and use on your track. So if if it's not too much trouble, we might have to deal with that, or we could just we'll uh, figure it I, out.
1: I, I'm I'm waiting on Alex yeah. to see if he'll fight it or not because if if, should... if, if if it's if it's actually if it's actually a scam, then like yeah, we should pro- oh, pretty much fight yeah. it.
4: I mean it's his. Yeah, think he, we should fight it either way. But I mean, at this he, point, he, yeah, I, at this point, I'm guessing it's probably gonna go up on the game's launch.
0: Yeah, something. probably. probably. Uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. It, this is like behind the scenes stuff, but yeah, Alex bought the music, so we'll
1: figure something out. We'll go bug Alex. I, yeah, I mean that, that's a, literally Alex did uh, send me over that copyright yeah. uh, free music so, because he he actually he actually bought it himself, so he should be able to fight that so off.
0: Shitty. Uh, that's just that's YouTube though. A lot of people are dealing with that shit lately. In uh, the last piece of news, that we, love got here, we started with Gundam. We're gonna end with Gundam. Goddamn it! Mm-hmm. Uh, so SD Gundam G Generation Genesis, which is uh, a lot of Gs, uh is getting a <laughs> Nintendo Switch port in Japan. Um, it's going to be out on April 26th with all the DLC bundled in. So there hasn't been an abandoned Amco Asia announcement yet, is what you're telling me, Josh?
1: Nope, not yet. I mean, this did uh, get released in the Southeast yeah, Asia yeah. The first... um, two years ago. Josh,
4: yeah, uh, the... I'm not sure if I'm remembering this right, but can you tell yeah. me if this was the Vita game that had a two-cart system for it? Yes, it did, actually. Oh, that's a nice Yeah, I still need to import that, just for the novelty of it. Is
1: that yeah, the only did... one that did yeah. that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I knew that, yes. yeah. That's the beta. So I, yeah, I, I wonder. I never, I didn't, I don't know how that works, but yeah, this is basically the strategy RPG. Um, and the big uh, allure of it is like there's like uh, like mobile suit development trees. So if you want to get like more powerful stuff, you have to start out with the shitty stuff and kind of level them up, <laughs> and then after you get them, that you can like upgrade them to like uh, higher, better things. It, it's kind of it's kind of neat, but um, you know, if you're into the strategy RPG grind, it's definitely it scratches that itch. It's uh, it's cool though. I mean, there's there was a lot of a uh, like DLC packs that released over it over time, like maybe like seven or eight, or maybe even seven eight or eight hundred. But <laughs> it's just yeah. how these Japanese. Yeah, games yeah. Work. but uh, I, I, it, it definitely lends itself off, uh, to a Switch uh, release. It's the, much like the Vita version. Like it's a uh, portable friendly.
0: Yeah, it's it's just another example of the fact that all the Vita games are going to the Switch, which is good because the Vita is pretty much done the water almost. Um, aside from a couple of announcements that are still coming up, there's, an, there's another Super World Wars. Cross is going to be on the Vita too, right? That was the other... Super Robot Wars X. X yes. Cross X. What the fuck ever. I don't get. Can't keep track of the Japanese <laughs> way of X. Yeah, that'll be that'll be on Vita. Yeah, so that's that's another Vita game. But yeah, that's just. I hope it winds down because I love my Vita, but boy, it's kind of depressing now to see that what it's become. And it just means that hopefully Sony's. I do want to see a new, a new Vita. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what what would you call a Vita two? Like it obviously can't be called the Vita two. We've got the PSP, it? which was pretty straightforward just like the ds the vita honestly like call it like call it the hybrid <laughs> or something like stupid because it's like they're gonna do the, the switch thing and say that they can pull that off without having to replace the ps4 that's i totally fully expect them to make a switch kind of thing where you can dock it to play it on your tv and take it with you wherever you go just the exact same thing just the fact that it's more portable driven because uh my mind it's that sony wants to take advantage of the mobile marketplace the way that they can do that is that what if they announce that and you know when they announced like last year the Ark the lad and wild arms games it's like that's the that's the like the launch titles for that thing oh man. that'd be hilarious but like
1: no i mean, there's this just going call
0: the shift oh my, the playstation the shift. shift not the switch but the shift <laughs> uh the, the need for the, speed shift the, 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 yeah it's 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 a basically racing game um so yeah, that's it for our long podcast that we did. This is the longest podcast we've done in a while since the Game of the Year stuff, anyway. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's been great. Uh, so let's tell you where you can find us. You can find us on RPGsite.net. I should point out that we I recently today updated the uh, upcoming RPGs of 2018 article uh, with the most recent dates that we've got from the Nintendo Direct from last week along with like the recent stuff like the Witch and Letter Night 2 uh, launch date. I also uh, broke it out, so now... The RPGs are on the list and the other games that are not RPGs are in their own separate categories. So people that were not too happy that we were just throwing them all together. Uh, they've broken out so it's way more useful. Uh, I imagine that will please a lot of people. So be sure to check that out. Along with um, List Friday's we'll have review and other article and guides and things like that from Monster Hunter World. So be sure to check that out. And my last Sphere review will be up this week as well. Um, so we'll have all that and more. We also got, uh, you can also check us out on RPG site on Twitter uh, at RPG site on our Facebook page, facebook.comslash RPG site net on YouTube channel, youtube.comslash RPG Uh net. Um, also, you can find us on iTunes. If you have a podcast app, just search for Tetracast, you find it there. Uh, our- permanent discord link discord.me slash rpg site check us out there with our very active channels there well, once again we mentioned last week as well but we have a mods world channel so if people want to group up in parties and, and hang out and chat about the game uh, you can find us you can find
1: people on there also you can find us on twitter so where can they find you josh uh, you can find me at current hdkirin, hdkirin can they find you Adam number one which one's that the first one who came so, on the site. Are, 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 are you number one? My number one. I don't know. Okay, I know? am K I N G
2: underscore S E D A. Oh, yeah, own that one. Okay, Adam number two. I'd rather be Adam number
3: one, but I am A M Reese A M R E E S E.
0: And
4: James. I am one. at the suite. T H E. Go go ahead. I was at a, James number one. <laughs> yeah, only appropriate that I that I that I am Zach number two. Oh yes. Um, at the suite. T H E S W W E E T.
0: Don't talk about Zach number one. <laughs> I'm Zach number two. <laughs> I just lost that body a long time ago. Yes, you can find me at Zach Reese. So yeah, uh, that's it for the podcast, this January 20, 2018 edition of the podcast. We'll have a lot to talk about next week with our impressions of those games I just mentioned, along with everything else in uh, the news. Uh, I don't. Th- is there any streams that are coming up this week? I don't think so, right?
1: I don't think so, but that uh, Shin Megami Tensei Mobile yes. Game is launching Japan. What's that called? Oh, DX2? So, yeah, so DX2 Shin Megami Tensei Liberation. What a name. I'd also like yeah. to mention
3: that we are going to have our own RPG site, Clan, and Monster Hunter World. So, when it comes Friday and it comes out, just uh, stop on by and we'll get you in there.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we'll. Uh, I forget uh, if we run out of people. If I don't know. I don't know really don't think about that people. problem, but um, if we do, we'll have multiple groups, so just be sure to check us out there, we'll we'll be all teaming up and playing, you've got some experts uh, already on the team, and we'll have some newcomers that'll be learning the ropes as well so it'll be kind of fun, a learning experience for all, so catch us next week though, for yet another edition of the TetraCast. Bye everyone!